0: you're tuning into the Fellers Podcast, just a couple of guys shooting the shit
1: and sharing stories. All right, buckle up, sit tight. We're going to have a good time. All right, we're back
0: here with another week of the Fellers Podcast. This is one of your hosts, Wyatt, and uh, we're here today with uh,
1: another round of the boys. All righty, yeah, I'm, I'm your other host, Nick O'Dell, and we got uh, a third host for the day, John Finney. How are you doing? Hello, hello, hello. Back for another... So uh, we have a very, very special, special guest, Marcus Klontz in the house. How you doing?
2: I'm fucking chilling, bro. How you Hell doing? Yeah.
1: We're doing great here. There's a thing that we're trying to do at the, at the beginning of the podcast now. you know We, we, we definitely indulge in a, in a few beers throughout the recording, but uh, <laughs> we're going to try to bring on a new, a new beer that we, uh, we haven't drank. And we're going to crack them open and give you the, the first-hand review live. Yeah. So, boys, grab grab your beers, and let's get these, uh, the old crack sound test.
0: So, I've, I found this beer at a, a liquor store on the way to the podcast. Okay. And just a little backstory, I was going to go find another beer that we just got into our bar recently. Okay. And uh, I was going in for that one, but I saw this one, locked eyes on it, and just thought.
1: What's it called? Too perfect. It's called On The Air. On the air, how perfect! It's a broadcasting beer. We are on,
2: we're on, bro. Exactly. Yeah, we're live,
0: and the 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 uh, symbol or the the logo is a fucking podcast mic.
1: It's, it's perfect. This, it it encapsulated, encapsulated
3: encapsulates everything we're doing right now. So they, we're gonna give it the old uh, the crack test. They got us. They, they did. They got us with that. They're like, you know what? Perfect There's marketing. some podcasters out there. We got them with this.
1: <laughs> All righty, boys. So on the count of three, we're gonna give it, we're gonna give it the old crack test. Crackaroo. All right, in three.
2: I'll take a sip of this with
1: you guys. Two. One. All right, first taste. Let's uh, let's all take a sip and we'll go. We'll go around the house and we'll uh, we'll see what what we what we think. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, On gonna, air go, I'm gonna go first. Right off the bat, smells super
3: hoppy. I'm getting yeah. hop. I'm getting oh, hoppy. Should notes. we give it a little more descriptor? So it's a double IPA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Tell us about it, John. It's a double IPA. Um, the hops are Citra, Galaxy, Simcoe, Centennial, Cascade, and El Dorado. All right. It is notes of citrus, dank, and broadcast. Oh. A little funny there. Um the alcohol it's alcoholic 8.5. beverage volume is eight point five and the international bitterness units is eighty.
1: Ooh, that's what that stands for, IBU?
3: Yeah, it's how bitter the beer is. I
1: was thinking it's like irritable bowel syndrome like IBS, <laughs> you know? Something <laughs> like similar.
3: How bad the beer shits are the next morning? Yeah. yeah. The only reason I know that is because uh I used to go to the Delmar Fair and they had these beer festivals, okay, and each um it's a great fucking time by the way, like if they have it again soon uh-huh. it's like fifty bucks, but it's literally all you can drink Dude, all nice. you can drink all for like four hours, and no one says a word to you you could just get sauced, yeah and um so at each like booth, it's different breweries from all over the world, uh-huh, each booth has the A B V and IBU and hmm. it says like IBU, International Bitterness Unit, so that's how I know. Oh,
1: that's rad. Well, uh
3: I
2: never
1: heard that. Yeah. Marcus, uh what what do you got drinking on your side?
2: Dude, I got some tequila mixed with some orange juice and Ooh. a little bit of like cherry shit in there as little well. Oh. Yeah, a little tequila sunrise.
1: We, we yeah, we got ourselves uh he's a he's a drink connoisseur. He's he's over here mixing his own
3: drinks. Yeah. So uh, did you yeah.
2: wanna- it was very lazy, bro. Like, I ain't that much of a drinker, man. Yeah. I need to be more of one. But I told you, bro. It's just
1: the pot, bro. Yeah. The
3: pot. I hear you. You'll save a lot of money if you don't drink, cuz. It's you'll true. Save a lot of money. Was that a little well, squeezy I mean, like, you had in your hand? Yeah,
1: what is that thing you got?
2: Oh, this is a little fucking vaporizer. You see, over here, man, like, we gotta be, like, a little bit more conservative with the way we smoke. And this shit saves a lot of fucking.
1: How you does know? it
0: work? Can yeah. you show us? That's also a good point too, Marcus. After that, go into because uh, we're from California and we've kind of been talking about how loose we are out here. So tell us a little yeah. bit about where you're from.
1: Not uh, from, dude, but living like, with, like how the weed like how with, the weed is regulated and yeah, all that. How does it yeah,
2: work? Yeah. Okay, so pot is decriminalized in North Carolina. It's actually one of the first ones to decriminalize it, uh-huh. but like I feel like we're pretty far from legalizing it. CBD bud is legal here. Mm. Um, and they just legalized some different stuff. It's like mostly CBD and like a tiny bit of fucking THC. So I mean, most of the stuff I heard. This stuff that I just had, it's like I'm pretty much out. But it's from California. It's like we well, get. Yeah, I mean, like you know, I gotta have a guy. My <laughs> guy is a uh, my guy is a bandmate. He's about I don't know. He's about a two hour drive, and he's not even like my guy. My guy, he's got a guy.
1: He's the middleman. He's
2: just my band. He's the middleman. You know.
1: So I don't even have a guy. Hey, you know what? You, you got us. We're your guys. When you're out here, the, the yeah, let's just you... say the flower will be ever flowing.
2: <laughs> You'll be good. Yeah.
1: So what is that yeah, thing, and true. how does it work? That is it just like an electronic thing?
2: It's like a little vaporizer. You press the top, kind of like turns on. Ooh. You wait for it to turn green, and then you hit the fuck out of it. You know.
1: Is it? Does it oh, take cool. uh, pods or? No, no. You just put put
2: flower in the back, like right right over here. I'll take it off, but like, just I just heat it
1: up. Oh yeah, yeah. So. That's cool. So you just grind up. It takes raw flour, and you can just smoke it straight out of that thing. And Sarah's mom had one of those.
2: Yeah.
1: Huh. Mm-hmm. And how does it compare to like smoking a blunt or smoking a a bong?
2: It's cleaner. Cleaner. It's cleaner. I mean, it's like it's like it's not really like smoke. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's more like vapor. More like vapor. But you gotta like you gotta kind of like learn how to hit this thing because like. When you first get this shit, like you got to figure out how to make yourself high, and I, I'll show you the strategy. You hit your shit it's purple, and then you hold it in for as long as you fucking can. You know, it's
1: the champion hit. You gotta, you gotta take it to the fucking head. All right, he's hitting it. He's hitting it. He's still hitting it. So, like you make yourself lightheaded. All right, he's still hitting. This is this is a hit and a half. Good lord, God! If this was on a bong, I'd be dead. It's like so. We used to have those,
0: and you'd hit it. And it would shut off after a certain amount of seconds. Yeah. So you'd hit it, pull it out, hit it again, all in the same breath.
3: He's still holding it. Can we just appreciate the the holding of the breath right now? Yeah, yeah. dude, this man's got lungs of steel. That's all those years in the in the music industry, right there. Dude, I ain't
2: used my fucking lungs in the music industry except for smoking pot. That
3: that's, <laughs> what he, that's what he's trying to say. No, I mean, well, you got it. Sometimes in the middle of a in the middle of a drum riff, you don't just hold it in and just. Bang out. Get your blast beats. Nah, dude, you, gotta, you gotta
2: fucking breathe, dude. I used to do that. I used to hold that shit in, but like, you know, it holds you back. It makes my limbs a little weird. Yeah, you're gonna you pass out. You gotta fucking breathe, dude. You gotta breathe. It's, sometimes it's hard to remember to breathe. I know that's like uh I tell myself that weird every day. Thing, <laughs> but like when you're drumming, I'm serious. Like, you hold your breath a lot. You gotta uh-huh. consciously not do that.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of the drumming,
3: I you think know, Mozart said that, right? He did. Yeah, yeah. 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 Always But uh, speak,
2: speak from like that was like I was literally reading from a Mozart quote right
3: there, <laughs> dude. I love it. It's a fucking name. like
2: right here, right next to the fucking. He's like, he, has, right he has
3: a bunch a of notes pulled up. <laughs> 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 He's got like seven quotes ready to go, and that was one of them. <laughs>
1: But uh good good segue into into that. You're you're just talking about drumming and, and music. Well what what got you into music and what got you into drumming particularly and how long ago was that? What was your journey like? Explain it.
2: Uh it's been a long one, man. I was actually thinking about it like I started kinda late in the game, so I was just thinking I haven't even been playing half my life yet. Um okay. I'll be playing when I turn twenty six I'll be playing half my life. Wow. So 13. Yeah, so I got two more years
1: Two more years, yeah
2: But uh, Yeah, but I started, man, like I started in the sixth grade Like, I was in the band for trumpet for a while And, like, trumpet's cool Like, it's alright, it's a cool instrument Some people make it sound really fucking dope But, like, you know, the drums are just, like They're just way more badass So, like
1: I'm there I with heard, you, dude I played the trumpet for two years
2: <laughs> I mean, I played it for half a year it's great but instrument. like, my in sixth grade, I auditioned for the percussion section for the middle school band, and I got in, and it was like, for like a year, I only really played classical, like school, concert band stuff, and then I begged, you know, mom and dad for a drum set, and then the next year, they got me a drum kit. Oh, and wow. that's kind of like, I mean, at first, it wasn't really that big of a deal, like, I was really into, I had Xbox Live and I was really into playing like Call of Duty 4 and all that shit. And I didn't really touch my drums for like a year. It was really when I started getting into metal music. And obviously I was like um, still really doing the whole band thing. Like I was playing in the band, you know, learning the fundamentals and stuff all along the way. But like drum set, it kind of took a minute for me to really start delving in, you know? Yeah. But when I got my double bass pedal. That's when I write and discovered like Avenged Sevenfold and Slipknot. It's
1: like, not oh well, yes, yeah, dude. Slipknot. Joey Jordison is really like one of the greatest more, fucking drummers. Doesn't don't dude, they like use a the double bass? Joey
2: Jordison. Oh, okay.
1: Slipknot uses like as a young drummers.
2: drummer. As a young drummer, I love Joey Jordison. As I got older, he's just he's just fast, man. That's it. There's no
1: there's no like no intricacies. No, like, you're you're big no into touch. like
0: jazz drumming, aren't you? More for like the 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 yeah. with soul versus just going fucking ham.
2: Yeah, I mean, I like to go ham too. I mean, that shit's pretty fun. But, I mean, yeah, yeah. But anyways, where was I? Where the fuck was I? Oh, you're talking about your like some of your first. <laughs> you
0: uh, you didn't touch a drum set for a year. You were more into Call of Duty and whatnot.
2: Yeah. So like, I got my double bass pedal and discovered like Avenged Sevenfold, Disturbed, A Day to Remember, Escape the Fate, bands like those. Yep. Yep. And. Uh, That's kind of what got me into, like, wanting to, like, learn those cool ideas. Plus, like, this whole time, as soon as I got a drum kit, I started playing at uh, the church I was going to for youth group. And the entire time I had a drum kit, I was, like, I was, for a while, I was just sitting there, like, every, like, Tuesday, I'd get together with the worship leader, and we'd just go through songs. it's, like, I didn't even know, like, basic stuff, you know, like, to hit the...
1: Did you like, did you start out like, as a as a a church drummer?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like one with drum set. Yeah.
1: Okay. And how so was like, that yeah. playing? Like going from like playing gospel in the in the church to coming home and playing like death metal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, man, it's like uh, everything transfers over if you figure out how to make it transfer over. Uh-huh. It's like especially like when you're playing as long as I have, like everything works everywhere. You just gotta find a way to make it work. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So like you can take a metal lick and you can play it in jazz. You just gotta find out how.
1: Huh? You know? Is that is a lot it's of that like music, that. Is that
2: music theory? I mean, not even music theory. Like music theory is one thing. It's less of a. It's less of a thing that can be taught. More of a, you just figure it out and you learn you. Throw yourself into experiences into a point to where you just figure out how to throw certain things in at certain situations.
1: Of course, yeah. You know?
2: Alright, I'm keep getting on tangents. I'm not even
1: like finished, bro. It's like right <laughs> at the beginning. Hey, welcome, hey, welcome, welcome to the, the show, show. Welcome Yeah, the yeah welcome welcome to the show, man. That's, that's how it works. There's no linear structure here, dude. You kinda just shoot the shit. Yeah. That's why we say it in the intro. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but sometimes it's, it's like, you know, doing drum stuff cool was in pep band in middle school so i played for the football football team and uh did you uh, have a did you have a
3: did you have a like a Uh uniform you wore
2: no not i mean like we had our middle school uniforms Uh well that's what
3: we wore when you were for when you played for the football team did you have like you know the fucking full regalia marching band outfit that was in high school that was in high school. Oh, Okay.
2: That's later on. I'm still, I'm still middle. Oh, school you're way back.
3: All right, keep going, keep going. And also,
2: if yeah. I if
1: I can interrupt real quick, uh, I I do I do remember you tell me like the introductory thing that really got you hooked on drums was rock band. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So tell like, us about that, that. Like, like the the difference between the two, and like what about it really got you. So, um, rock band. I started
2: playing rock band around. A, I think a little bit before I started playing drums, actually, just a little bit. And it was actually you guys. I was out in California, probably
1: playing, we playing at Wyatt's Rock house.
2: Band, Rock band one over at Wyatt's house. Yeah, dude, yeah. I remember
0: yeah. that. they little closet yeah. bedroom. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. With that fucking... Um, I just remember playing um the Who. The Who won't get pulled again. Yeah. won't get pulled again. That's
1: it. Dude, yeah, yeah nine, dude. nine minute fucking song, dude. Whoever was on the on was, the vocals, they had a they had a lot to do on that song.
2: But that was actually before i really started playing like that was like my first experience with it it was rock band 2 that really got me you know like i can play all the songs on expert i still can like oh wow i even started recently last year because like uh you know rock band's got lefty mode it's got a lefty mode so it's like you just play the entire game left-handed rather than right-handed okay so that's so switching what around. hand
1: you would do the symbol with or the the hi-hat and the snare yeah.
2: Yeah, so I started playing through that on fucking lefty mode here it's like sometime in the middle of twenty twenty and I was like this is like a completely different game, dude.
1: It's like insane. It's, it's like good all training. The
2: songs have a Yeah. It's crazy.
1: But uh so she shortly tried. after that did you, did you <laughs> just tra- did you transition out of rock band into a real kit? Like what, what what was your first drum kit and how did that come about?
2: So my first drum kit was seventh grade. Uh, so I, 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 that was my only drum kit until recently. So it's like the end of 2019.
4: Wow. wow. And Yeah.
2: But, uh, it was in, it was Christmas of 2009. So, um, so it's like, so yeah, like 12 years, 11 years. Holy shit. And yeah. And, um, I don't know. I was just like, I begged my parents. Fucking begged and begged and begged, and they bought me one on eBay. You
1: Hell know, yeah, dude. <laughs> See eBay! Fucking good old yeah. Mark and Angie—they'll hook it up dude, I
2: play, Yeah, I mean, I played that shit for literally. That was like, as I said, I gigged with that. Like, I've been across the country with that thing, you know. Damn, and it's like a beautiful drum kit, man. Her name's Leanne. She's still,
1: she's still in the basement. Yeah, so you named you her, know? and oh, and you stuff her in the basement, <laughs> just like,
3: just like all the exes. Wait, I've heard this story before.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, all my drums are in the basement, except for the hand drums. I got right. the hand drums. Like, At least there's a quality
1: here. there, quality amongst
0: all the drum sets. Yeah. So I got a question for you, Marcus, though, just kind of since you mentioned you've been across the country. If you can get, tell us a story about your favorite or most memorable show and maybe a moment in that show that kind of solidified it being that memorable. You <sighs>
2: have to think about that, man. There's yeah, been a no lot worries, of shit no happening.
3: Why don't you start with Why don't you start with just a show you had a great time Yeah, and then maybe it'll it'll spark something for your greatest time, or, or maybe like your
0: first show that you guys went out to did and how how bad it was or or something that
2: fucking went wrong
1: Yeah, start with your first show ever, your first live performance.
2: My first live performance. Well, can't remember it entirely, but it was at church. Definitely, I played a lot at church every every Wednesday.
0: Hold on, so when you say you can't remember it entirely, and you're talking about a rock show. Most people are going to be like, oh, okay, they're probably hammered. And then
1: immediately following <laughs> that statement,
0: you say, at church, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, are talking about like,
2: first bar gig? Because I remember that. Yeah, yeah. First your first day, bar, yeah. like
1: outside of church. Yeah, like your first band okay. group thing.
2: So I wasn't like, I was, I mean, I was in a basement band in, in, uh, actually, you know what? My first real gig ever that was at church was, uh, it was my senior year of high school. Because, like, I was, I was in a band but it was a basement band, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we didn't fucking leave the basement. We didn't do shit. We just fucking jammed all day. You know? And we did stuff like of mice and man and like a day to remember and stuff like that. But I there was this guy named uh actually good friends of mine still. I've been get a gig with him every now and then, but he went to my high school, he's a guitar player and really into all the classic rock stuff. And he booked a gig at the you ever do those like color festivals those color runs yeah i've done yeah. a color yeah, run yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: so we we got a gig at that fucking at a color run in high school and we were like you know it's like oh we get a built-in crowd people are going to be doing the whole color run thing they didn't tell us that we were booked for after the run they i mean we get there and it starts raining everybody's leaving and we have our parents there and one other guy They're
4: all
2: just like (laughs) no Yeah And we You know We played that gig And I got You know We made like 30 bucks You know That was dope That's that's dedication (laughs) man
3: That's that's Playing Playing out in the pouring rain For two two people Isn't it after those runs when all the color comes out or when no it's
1: during the run <laughs> they shoot them at you when you throw by or when you yeah, when you run by each section oh, wow. you go
0: through has a different color exactly. palette and okay. then by the end you have a fucking rainbow all you, around. you okay. just look brown I, remember, I thought
3: that was a california thing or, it's all over
0: i'm da- sure yeah i did that with damon my ex and whitney <laughs> really yeah. yeah
1: okay yeah i did i did one too back where um the same parking lot that Warp Tour used to be in. That's exactly where. We okay, did yeah, it. they set it up there, and I did one with uh, Masha, no, we my, did my Qualcomm, mom, and David. Sorry. Oh, okay. Wait, what was that? Well, that's Qual- Qualcomm. Qualcomm's Qualcomm. the same place, or is it? Where did they? Sports Qualcomm Marino. is now. Well, see,
0: there's two different places where for Warp Tour, Tour. was. It was Qualcomm's Warped. where it ended, but it started off
3: in, did, like, in uh, Sleep, Sleep Train, Train. Sleep yeah, Train Amphitheater. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Man, Warp Tour. Those are great. Yeah, They're coming uh, back this year.
2: Warp Tour. I was talking to your mom a couple of years back. I think it was probably like um
3: Who's wait, whose mom? John, partners. your mom.
2: Your mom, John. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Her yeah. Son, and we're talking about like, you know, warp tour. For some reason we're talking about warp tour and uh talking about how you always went to warp tour, bro, it's like I always wanted to go to Warp Tour, but it always fucking landed during Wait a camp. second. I oh, never man. knew John
3: I n- I didn't know John has been to a single one. John used to go with us. Oh my god, I've been to at least three. I think was- one of them I have a great story about. One of them I have a great story about. The other two just remember being a- dude, I went to the one where you, you um crowd or where you held it's Cody from Saturday Yeah, you held off. his head. You held his foot on your head or whatever. Oh, you were at that I one. I was at that one. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, we were okay, okay. go try to see real friends. Yeah. And we missed
1: them. We missed them, yeah. Was that the same yeah, time? It always, oh, no, you're good, Marcus. Keep
3: going. Yeah, you're good. It
2: always landed during band camp, bro. Every year.
3: Oh, uh, fuck. Year. You know what? I like, I like your priorities, though. Yeah. I like your priorities. At least
1: at least he could come home and say well, I mean, this one time at band well, camp. hmm up my ass. <laughs> it was more like, more like if I...
2: If I, um, if I didn't do band, if you missed one day of band camp, you just weren't in band. You know what I'm saying? Wow. You weren't in marching band. And it was pretty rough about that. Plus, like, you know, like, not going to try and brag, but at that point, I was probably, like, the best drummer in the fucking,
1: <laughs> the fucking school. <laughs> damn, you, damn right you were, dude. Whoop, whoop. And,
2: like, and, like, I don't know, man. Everybody else just fucking sucked for a while. There was one kid who was pretty good.
3: But he wasn't but as good he as you. But he, but he couldn't hold a flame to old, uh... Margaret clownzo over here, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, Got <laughs> like motherfucking Early MC on, like, in the house.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Dude, freshman years like uh, you know, I wasn't that good yet. It was like He was pretty fucking good at that point. He stopped though. He's he's like uh, he's just you know, you moved stuff. on a lot to of different did. things. Yeah, of yeah. course.
1: That's and that's the thing with with music and a lot of uh different hobbies is you might you might meet someone who's great but you got to wait three, four years because these types of hobbies weed out the quitters very early on. Yeah. You know, like music, you might be like, Oh, I want to learn the guitar. You play for a couple months and then you quit. That's what music's designed to do. It weeds out the quitters. Well, I mean,
2: this is what I'm saying. It's like, I was telling Nick the other day, um, it's like a lot of people like to come up to me like after shows and stuff. And they're like, they say like, Oh, you're really, really talented, stuff like that. And it's like, I told Nick, it's like, I don't really think I'm that talented, you know, because when I think of talent, I think of innate ability and I, none of this was innate, all of it I worked for, like all of it. Yeah. You know, and a lot of it had to do with the fact that like, uh, there were a lot of really good musicians and I didn't really feel like I was really good at anything besides drums at that point. And it was like, I didn't want these motherfuckers to be better than me. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Like that was your, that was your niche that you found.
2: Yeah, it was. I mean, like, yeah, it
1: was.
5: That's a really One cool
2: perspective
0: so, yeah. too, Marcus. It's a humble perspective for sure. Humility.
2: Yeah, Humility. I mean, I mean, like, it's like, um, I mean, I could say, I think I maybe had like a little bit of an ability, just a tad, small amount. Because I remember I used to be obsessed with the ceiling fan growing up before I was a drummer. <laughs> like, how is this going to tie play? in, dude? <laughs> But, like, the ceiling fan has a constant rhythm. It all, it's always got a constant rhythm. It's like a metronome. It's like, and it would, like, keep me up at night, you know? Woo, woo. Yeah. And I remember that. That's something I remember before I was a drummer. And that's, like, the – I think that's, like – I never looked back on it until after I started playing drums. Did, so you, maybe, you, know, uh,
1: did you beat your meat to the rhythm of the ceiling fan?
2: Uh, I mean, all the time, dude. <laughs> I was gonna say,
1: <laughs> that's something, that's something I would do. I have the, I have the ADD in the family, so if oh, I heard man. anything that was uh you know precisely in time, I would I would definitely have to try to beat it to that. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, like yeah, that's what I did. It's like it helped me get rid. It's like the, the whole masturbating aspect, dude. It's like it's all rhythm. Hell
1: yeah, you dude! You're, you're basically just drumming on your meat <laughs> stick. You keep both hands yeah. in shape. Exactly, yeah. They think drummers just get strong from drumming. No, dude, you have to you have to switch hands, yeah. beat beat your meat with both hands often.
0: You're fucking going on beat with one hand at the same time.
1: Exactly, switching, <laughs> yeah, back, and switching forth. back and forth, <laughs> doing the blast beats yeah. too. Yeah, didn't Jerry have yeah. something to say about beating your meat? It. Jerry, oh yeah, dude, she beats the meat real good. Coming <laughs> from the
0: hood with no money, ain't funny.
1: Like a joke. What? All right, Marcus. So, uh. Yeah, we got we kind of derailed you there for a minute, but uh what is uh what All what right. was your journey up to now? Like wh- where where are you at now in music? Where am I now? Yeah, cuz uh-huh. some of the middle stuff. Well, actually no, let's let's no, let's not let's not start now. Let's go to let's go to your first band. What was the first band you were ever in? So
2: the first band I was ever in, I told you it was a uh, it was a garage band. We didn't play any gigs, but it was uh. A band called Watership Down. We still got some shit on like if you dig deep on Facebook, we got a Facebook page somewhere. That's okay. A sweet but name,
3: uh well, Watership yeah, Down. I you. really I like that name. Watership yeah. down.
1: I don't know why I like that name. Yeah. <laughs> it's kinda like Abandon All Ships. I love it. Yeah. We were like, we like post
2: hardcore. We we mainly just did, you know, like a day to remember stuff, uh of mice and men. That's really it. I think we really only did three covers. We did uh Downfall of Us All. Oh, I love that uh, song. OG Monko and still YDG and I don't know how it's pronounced. By of Mice and Men. The last two are By of Mice and Men. Okay. Um, but, like, we were just a fucking basement band, dude. This was with this guy named uh, Johnny Stockwell. That's his name on Facebook now. But um, he's, like, uh, we were in that band together. He was the first dude I started jamming with. I mean, outside of church. but yeah. um, It's, like, he's actually, like, still a really good friend. He comes to a lot of my shows because he lives down in a, Two hours up the mountain over, um, up the mountain in Asheville <laughs> oh,
3: so, over I don't down live yonder. The I live in the, are you talking I about, live in the Piedmont. are you talking about what are the mountains there? The, the Appalachians, Appalachian, Appalachian, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Appalachian. Yeah. Uh, but he lives over in, uh, this town called, or this city called Asheville. Um, but, um, yeah, he's, he comes to a lot of shows, you know, hangs out. So it's nice. It's nice to have friends that still come to shows. I
1: can't hear you. No, yeah, I was I was trying to give Wyatt some uh, signals to give to give me the gauntlet.
0: (laughs) I'm a little (laughs) the talking stick, if you will. This is the talking uh, stick. I'm pretty toasty right now, Marcus. So if I'm going to be oblivious (laughs) for a times, it's
1: we're going to be we're going to be spacing out a lot because we're all high.
3: We all all need. Alright,
1: everyone, uh, smoke break. Everyone, smoke break.
3: (laughs) I'll take a drink. Yep.
2: Dude, I fucking
1: love you guys.
2: You fucking rock.
3: Oh hey wait. man. I'm super stoked. Does
1: anyone right? have a way to cash this? Because if not, I'm just throwing it straight on the ground.
0: No, I got to just use the tray right here, the hookah what tray. The hell, okay. Nope, I That's just threw it. on
1: J-Bone's Nick, hat. This is your room, man. Yeah, I know. Give me some of that grape gushers. That's the $20 grams. We're going to go into fucking outer space today. My God. Um. <laughs> Are you paused right now? No, dude. We're live, so baby.
2: Live. Oh, we're live?
1: Yeah, we're going to be smoking yeah. some smoke some dope on the on on there. Schmacka bow. You so want to
0: Marcus, your little vape. We have something like that down here that my buddy uses. It's a dab rig, right? And, oh, yeah, uh, we got that. We
2: got that stuff out
0: here. No, but check this out, dude. It's an electric dab rig. So what it is is it you pack it with wax or concentrate. You hit the bottom of the base, and it lights up with three different colored rings, depending on the temperature level you want it to burn at. There's no way. And then so what it does is it'll light up. the. So, for example, white color is usually the lowest temperature for people who don't smoke very often because it gives you a really mild hit. So you like that, you hit the button, and it shows up a white ring, and then all of a sudden what it does is it'll uh, it'll flash three rings and vibrate, and that's when it tells you that it's at its peak temperature and for you it's to hit It's ready it. to hit. So you hit it. And then when you're done, it vibrates again and lets you know that you've depleted the hit. No Uh, way. But what's cool is if you want to just keep hitting that same thing, you can just fucking hit the button and it won't charge up. It'll just refire it like that. At that same power level? Yeah.
1: Dude, that's some futuristic stoner shit. It's super fucking fucking convenient.
0: So you just sit there I'll and just honest, fucking get ripped I lost, off
2: of I lost like half of that because I, like I was holding this shit in. You know what I'm saying? Oh,
0: I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> so there's a myth that I recently <laughs> had found that's busted about that, dude. You don't have to hold it in.
2: You see, no, that's, usually that's the case, but with this thing you do. Because it's vapor and it's like... Um, so like, it soaks into like your fucking It soaks into like your sh- your shit over here You know what I'm saying? I don't know what I it's mean, called right know. now
0: Really? Yeah, because the, the science I mean, si- I can't say science Because, you know, I'm not a not know shit We're you know all scientist dude yeah. But what I've heard is once it hits into your mouth It soaks up no more <laughs> the first second It's in your mouth versus the 30 seconds It's in your mouth
1: I have to look
2: into
0: that, man. I I do think there's a difference between vapor and, <laughs> uh, and smoke. Yeah, that, so. I, maybe that's it, what I always
1: said. It's but THC I, I had someone burnt once the THC is burnt, it's not going to get anyone else high on the exhale. You know what? No, it, we're know what it might that. be we're though. talking about
0: when you hold it in your lungs. You know what it so, might oh, be. Oh no, it
1: doesn't. It doesn't matter if you hold it in. The second exactly. the THC is burnt, those crystals coat your lungs, and um, that's what gets in your airways. But and you, that's you, what gets you, you know what it might
3: be though, and I'm not a scientist. Let me just go back to that. It is. The oxygen, yeah. the lack of oxygen. Mm-hmm. So you, you you're holding it right, and mm-hmm. in that Constantly. first second, you're gonna get the highs you're gonna get from that All hit. Right. But the lack of oxygen, which has nothing to do with the highness, you you are depleting yourself. Deplete of off- your yeah. own oxygen. You're getting that one little higher yeah, because there's been times where you
0: take such a big rip and you're like, I can't fucking open my eyes. I don't know what <laughs> I am, and it's it. A lot of it, I think, is exactly that. I've de- you depleted your brain. Yep. With the oxygen that you would normally have to stabilize you. Yes. So it just kicks you over that top.
1: And that's exactly. <clears throat> I mean, this is not a this is not the greatest habit I've had, but uh, it's the same exact thing it's with super
0: uh, fucking dangerous. I
1: know why it knows. So nitrous oxide whippets. Jesus. And, uh, Nick. I don't <laughs> do them. Um, I, I know. know. So my problem in the beginning when I was doing them is I, I didn't do that. I didn't technically deprive my brain of oxygen. So I would breathe in a whip it and I would instantly exhale like it was a cigarette. And I'd be like, this is stupid. It doesn't do anything. But, uh, I was told, dude, you got to take the hit, like take the entire thing and just hold your breath until you can't anymore. And that's when you start to just fuck, you just fucking, you just lose it. It's fucking
2: wild, man. Like, have you guys heard of a band called Fish? Have you heard of Fish? <laughs> yes, the, most yeah. hit,
1: the hippiest band in the in the history of mankind.
2: So, I've actually seen Fish close to five times because uh, my roommate, for a long time, he was a big fish, fishy, you know, fish head. But we actually, we went up to New York City to go see him at Madison Square Garden, what? and uh, and dude, like, this is, as I said, it's like the hippiest <laughs> shit in the world, bro. People are literally outside fucking Madison Square Garden selling drugs. Like, they're like, yo, you get your molly, get your acid. And, but there's the fucking, there's dudes up there that sell fucking nitrous balloons. They fucking, they sell
1: balloons Yeah, they charge. Nitrous, yep.
2: I tried one of those while I was up there. It was fucking crazy. You know?
1: <laughs> yep. That's yeah. why. <laughs> there's a there's actually a photo of me here. I'll pull it up real quick and I'll post it in the. In the other the chat.
0: thing I thought you were going to say, Nick, that I was going to say is super dangerous. Is people like to take inhaler hits before they do bong
1: loads? Oh wow!
0: And that's not good for you.
4: I, I, okay, <laughs> I,
1: haven't, I, haven't, I haven't heard about that. I do that often because I have asthma, so I just take my inhaler hit as like as often as I can.
3: Yeah. <laughs> hey, you were hitting them last time so, we did this. Marcus, tell me a little bit about, or not me.
0: Tell the uh, listeners a little bit about your. Uh, are you still with Sig Culture?
2: No, we broke up back in uh, uh, twenty seventeen. We got we I was we got back together um for like a couple shows probably in uh I'm gonna say 2019. 2019, we played like three shows together because like everybody's gone like Bailey the the vocalist he's out in new Orleans now and uh David the bass player he's moving up to Philadelphia so like but I was in a band like um the bass player and I of Sig Culture we played in fucking like three four bands together afterwards
0: so you're not in a band currently or are you just kind of freelancing then
2: uh so like before the pandemic hit I was in four bands playing regularly wait Uh.
3: How many? Was that the Four. name of the band or was that the number of bands?
2: Four bands. There's a different... Hold stuff. on, let Just me take uh, a
1: guess because I, th- I think I remember the name of the one you're in currently. Is it Jack Marion and the Pearl Snap Profits? That's the one I'm still playing with, yeah. Look at that, boys. I know what yeah. I'm talking
3: about. It's on his All shirt, right. Nick. <laughs>
1: no, that...
2: Is it, it is really? It is on his shirt, yeah.
0: You might have noticed uh, an awkward pause there. My bad. We had our production manager show up, and then it led to an extremely long tangent. And so we're just going to jump back into Nick's story now.
1: Yeah, we kind of uh, lost track of what we were talking about, and Marcus never really got back to the story. So here's a shitty story of me talking about a mouse in my room. Oh, I never told you guys. Okay, so, all right, I, I did want to say something. I was telling Wyatt that we might not want I to put our feet down.
3: Like at all? Because something will happen this, to be able to this morning. What?
1: Yeah. Why? So this morning, I was sleeping this at nighttime because it's and night you and you sleep at night. Mean, yeah. <laughs> and I was hearing stuff. Okay. I was having a dream or something and I heard, I heard stuff and I woke up and there was like a...
5: I was like...
1: Looking around Could the room, like, the yeti hey, then? who is it? You know, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and there's nothing there, there, right? <laughs> I mean, believe believe it or not, there was nothing there. So I like went back to sleep, and I, it's like five minutes later, here, I'm like, Argh! what? What is this shit? You know? And so I, I fucking looked, and I. Th- Okay, so there's, in the early morning, the sun shines through my window and you could hear, or you can hear, you can see the reflection on the tile, the little marble tile that in, makes in black. the
3: black. In this right here? Well, that, in that and, and, like,
1: and like the, the oh, bottom, and, like, right the floor here. is kind of shiny okay, yeah, and the marble. Yeah, yeah. And I thought I saw something like dash past. I'm like, there's something there, dude. I was like, something's here. And so I was just staring and I was looking and fucking... Out of nowhere, underneath my furnace, comes jetting out a mouse, dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and he's yeah, running dude. around my fucking little floor and he's eating the french fries.
0: Oh, God. I mean. Our wild dude. You dude. know what he probably did? He probably went through this little sliver right Why? here,
1: bro. Or bottom left door. Do you oh, see yeah, that gap? right there? I bro. watched yeah. him. So he fucking
0: ran out. They can, I learned this working at. The old, I'm not going to name the name because it's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, I don't work there currently, so anyone who's listening, it's not the one I work at right exactly. now. Exactly. Well, one before that, we had every single night closing manager around nine thirty, ten o'clock, like clockwork. You'd have rats and mice come down the pipes and come no out of the restaurant. So Jesus. I have two stories that came out of this. One, I learned that they could flatten their bodies completely and what squeeze under fuck? doors and stuff like that almost. Yeah, because they would squeeze through pipes. They would squeeze through shit like that. And that's how they they get into... They're Kirby? Yeah, basically. That's how they can get into little places and wherever they want. So the story that came out of this, I was fucking managing and I could see this family dancing around, like, having fun around my cook machine. And so I'm like, oh, I got to get these guys out of here. So I walk out of the office and this fat one comes out of the the drain and runs onto my shoe. (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck? And this thing just flops over on its side. And now we knew this had been a problem, so all of our drains were laced with rat killer at night and things like that. So I was like, oh, it it fucking just died on my shoe. What the fuck? So I take a broom and I scoop it into a dustpan. It doesn't move. From then, I go to a trash bag. Doesn't move. From then, I walk to the back dumpster, and I fucking catapult this thing as hard as I can into the dumpster (laughs) to make sure it's dead. And I mean, I fucking swung it around in circles. You wound it up? And then fucking, you know, and it slams in there. I go back and do my business as a manager, and all of a sudden, I hear one of my cooks go out there and go, "Ah!" comes running in, and he's like, a fucking rat just jumped out of the dumpster at me. No it played dead that whole time and survived the fucking alley of the century Shit. and then attacked my cook, dude. He
3: was playing possum with you. Yeah. He was going possum with you. come up to my door last night. Really?
0: I got home from work around 11:50 and I was going to go out to the bar and I didn't, so I came home a little bit early. Get home and I'm chilling on the couch, I smoke a fat bong load and the dogs are sitting on me in the couch next to me and I look over and a fucking possum is at my screen door, just looking in the house.
1: He just wants to chill.
0: He's just chilling, dude. And possums are really nice. Like yeah, they're actually can, not mean you animals. Can hang out with them. Yeah, they're they're That's super not what scared. I've heard. There's, no, <laughs> raccoons are fucking Those angry. Possums are really nice. That's why they play dead. Possum got them uh, sharp teeth, though. They do. They'll defend themselves. Uh-huh. So this yeah. is just a- sitting and looking in my house, dude. And I walk up and I'm like looking at him, like. Where the fuck did you come from?
3: Hey, buddy.
0: I, we, my roommate does a lot of, like, plants and gardening and shit, so we have a lot of uh, seed and sod and shit outside in bags, and so this thing just started jumping in and out of bags. What? Just having what? the time the of its fuck? life, dude, and I'm just watching this possum at, like, 12 at night, just stoned out of my mind, like, this is cool. This
1: is <laughs> rad. Dude, you, dude you out
2: this, uh, I got this fucking cat, this is fucking... You know, he's a badass cat. His name's Owen, and he's like, uh. Wait, what's like his a, name? An apex Predator. Owen.
3: Owen. Like, like Owen Wilson.
2: Yeah. <gasps> yeah, like Owen Wilson. I actually named him after the drummer for Event Sevenfold a long time ago. But, um, dude, he's like, you know, he's badass. He's this Apex Predator. He just lives outside, goes and fucking does his shit all day and comes back. But, like, since he's been older, like, we haven't had a problem with mice, like, for a long time, because he goes and he fucking hunts all these mice, you know, gets gets rid of them in the house. But like more recently, since he's been getting older, he like fucking hunts for mice for sport, and he'll fucking bring him in and bring him into the house, still alive, and watch the dog fucking chase. Let him go. And <laughs> no Double the
0: entertainment for the cat. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. But like, like, dude, that shit freaks us. It's like it's a fucking mouse. Like sometimes he loses the mouse, and then we got a mouse in the house.
0: They're you know cool, what I'm dude. saying? Mice are fucking nice, dude, bro. Like, Mice like are nice. Fucking, he's,
2: got, he's got this call, dude. He's got this call, and when you hear the call, you know he's brought in a fucking mouse. You
0: know, <laughs> dude. So it's, I don't know if you fire. guys remember our family cat, Beavers. Oh,
3: absolutely. I yeah? remember Beavers.
0: Yeah. Uh, when we lived in the condo where I live now, he used to go up on Rattlesnake Mountain, and this fucking cat would bring home not rattlesnakes, a nest of baby rattlesnakes. And so there's a story that my mom always tells where Grandpa Bill was staying at the condo for a long time. And uh, he he fucking opened the front door and he looks down on the doorstep mm-hmm. and there's a nest of fucking baby rattlesnakes. There. <laughs> and he's like Ruby, get your fucking shit no. out of here! Like he wouldn't move because he was so scared of these snakes. Because Grandpa Bill was uh, deathly afraid of snakes, apparently. Oh,
3: that's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah, and so he just was like,
0: <laughs> would not leave the house because these snakes were all. I mean, they're rattlesnakes and they're yeah. they're babies and so they're baby rattlesnakes. Uh huh. Yeah. So, to, like, how the fuck did this cat never get stung? Because it happened multiple times. And poor Grandpa Bill, dude, shitting his pants at the front door. Like, I'm stuck in this house right now. Dude,
2: I got a, I got a fucking – I had a snake back in elementary school, and it took so much convincing for my dad. Cause my dad hated snakes, too. Fucking hated them. And I was like, you know, I was reading all the fucking – you know, that's like what I read in elementary school was all the fucking snake books. <laughs> like I love snakes. Yeah. No, no, and, so, no, like, no. and so, like, and so, like, eventually, I convinced him to get one, and then you know he stopped hating snakes so much. You know. So that was cool. It was cool. It was cool ass fucking snake too. Super
1: Saiyan six, bro.
0: How the fuck did you skip one through five?
1: Yeah, and I'm 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 a Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan. I haven't even been able to. the hyperbolic pine
2: time chamber, bro.
1: That's the hyperbolic pine, Ow, chamber. Yeah, the pine chamber, dude.
0: Yeah, fucking uh, Vegeta did that.
2: Time, no, that's amazing. Because that.
0: I'm coining myself a nickname right now. Yeah, and I'm coining <laughs> the nickname Piney.
1: Piney? That is forever gonna be my nickname. So you could you could be in the hyperbolic uh, pine chamber.
0: Yeah, one because Marcus said that, and two because that's my video game name and. One of my favorite TV show character names, and I'm always stoned. So it's- who,
3: wait, who's Piney? T- T- uh, TV. Sons of Anarchy. Oh, Piney. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah, that's right. Didn't
3: he? Wait, yeah, he took a shotgun shell to the chest. I was about to say, I was thinking of Opie for a second. Opie got his ass whooped too, and Opie's jail. dad is Piney. That was Opie's dad. Yeah.
1: Oh okay. yeah. I have no who the fuck you guys are talking about. You should watch it, Nick. Sons it's of Anarchy is a, a real good show. I'm watching show. Mayans right now. It's
3: like the
0: spinoff, right? It's, yeah. It's fucking great, too. They're down in Mexico. So okay. it's, it has a lot more of, like, the, the cartel involved and stuff. Uh, I, know. I know all about yeah. them
1: Mayans. I could speak Mayan a little bit. Not the calendar. No, I, I know how to speak a little bit of Mayan. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I've been I don't think it has anything to do with uh,
1: Mary was mine that's why yeah but they're a she motorcycle was, yes, club she was
0: yours but now she's not Nick I get it don't, you don't have to say it no she
1: was
3: she was mine <laughs> she was mine
1: oh god damn I,
3: uh, <laughs> I did too after he said uh, it he's
1: uh, <laughs> fucking learning gotcha bitch fucking <laughs> I
3: fucking gotcha bitch
1: dude, you guys I'm me tooing you guys right now
3: <laughs> wait like the me too movement Yeah, you have something to say yeah. Who, who touched you, Nick? You just touched my shoulder. Oh, the podcast.
1: <laughs> touched for the very first time. Like a virgin.
0: <laughs> uh, Marcus.
1: What's <laughs>
4: up?
0: <laughs> I've given you plenty of time to think about it, so I'm circling back to the very first question <laughs> I asked
2: you. <laughs> yeah, dude. Let's bring, it, let's bring it back, boys.
0: Spotlight, 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 spotlight. Tell me your favorite road story.
2: Road story. It's it, a lot, but. Here's, or here's it could just cool be one. like any Roadhead. event
0: you could think of, like with a crazy band. Something fucking went wrong with the show that was memorable. Like I just want to hear a crazy story from. I've never been able to talk to a musician who's been on the road yes. across multiple states, yeah, and I, I want personal stories. Let's from get
3: him. there. Let's get there. Bring me there. Okay.
2: All right. Well, uh, road stories. So there's one time. Um, so I was in this. The people I were living with, uh, my roommates, my most recent roommates before the pandemic, um, we were in a band together. Was like, you guys into math rock? You ever heard of math rock?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? Math rock. Matchbox. Is that <laughs> where you like? Math rock. You like rock about numbers? No, it's like more. <laughs> it's more it's like intellectual. Marcus, Marcus, was rock rock Marcus was making videos for
4: Leapfrog. <laughs> yeah,
2: <right. laughs>
1: yeah. but we we went up to
2: fucking. So like one of my bandmates his his mom is like really loaded his parents are fucking they're madly loaded like I
1: didn't
2: like even on a lot how of drugs they were, they were loaded <laughs> but they they lived up in uh Connecticut and we you know like we're over in North Carolina which is like what 10 11 hour drive Jesus and uh, they wanted this fucking they wanted to have some live music for her birthday his mom's birthday party my bandmate's mom hell yeah up in new york city at a country club in new york city and um so we're like okay cool how much are we getting paid and it was it was a good amount like we'd be even with gas we walked away with like like 300 each which is you know that's pretty nice but anyways let me get to it we we um we drove up to new york city for this fucking country club and it was a long ass drive really long but we get there and I ask him, I'm like, because we practiced all these fucking, you know, like, you know, all the tunes people want to hear when they're getting married,
1: you know, like,
3: oh yeah. Know, what, is what is that one? Uh,
1: seven Pence, nonetheless.
3: Six Pence, none the richer. Yeah. <laughs> Six Pence, kiss me. The opposite. I exact opposite. We,
2: <laughs> we get there for her fucking birthday party, and I ask my fucking, I asked my bandmate, I'm like, so like, because this is like July, this is summertime. Um, okay. I asked him, I was like, so is her birthday, like,
0: wait, Marcus, I gotta, like? I gotta ask real quick. I'm a little confused. Is this a wedding or a birthday party?
3: Yeah. You said you learned oh, wedding songs.
2: Meant, see, I'm also stoned. <laughs> <Yeah, okay. laughs>
1: that's okay. okay
0: yeah, dude. No, that's fine. That's why we okay. have to clarify.
2: But I, I was saying wedding music, but it was like, it felt kind of like a wedding. Okay. Game, so you're playing honestly. wedding music at a birthday at party. At a birthday
1: party. I gotcha.
2: Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But like, um, we get up there and it's like, so like, when's her birthday? It's like, you know, it's like July. Like, when's her birthday? It's like, is it, like, today or is it, like, you know, is it, like, next week? And he's like, well, actually, her birthday's in October. And I was like, wait a second. We're having- <laughs>
1: morning, like- fucking Tom fool, read me.
2: We're playing for- it's like, when we get there, man, it's just, like, the most fucking bourgeois shit in the world, dude. Everybody's wearing fucking suits and all this shit. And we had to play really quietly. And uh-huh. um, we played all these fucking, like... You know, bunch of shitty tunes, bunch of bunch of stuff that's kind of boring. And uh her, his dad, his dad, my roommate's dad wanted to play a couple songs, so we had us like learn a couple songs. Like I think it was uh it was like "You Wreck Me" by Tom Petty and shit like that. fucking hates me. We learn all these, fucking,
4: no, heard, learned the all song. these songs,
2: <laughs> and then we get up there, and he didn't even <laughs> learn any of the fucking songs, none of them. And so he just fucking gets up there and sounds like ass. Dude. Oh no! <laughs> but you know something, we got paid a lot of money, so I'm. You cool got
1: paid that. to do a half-ass gig. Yeah, <laughs> uh, half-ass.
2: Half, you know. But let me think of a couple more. Um, so I got the opportunity to play at um, in the campsites at Bonnaroo. You guys
3: know Bonnaroo? No, no. I, know I do know Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo, bon, the, the old Bongaroo. Bonnaroo. Yeah.
0: yeah, like I'm gonna go home. Isn't and smoke a, the old isn't Bongaroo. Bonnaroo
3: in Chicago?
2: <laughs> no, it's in Tennessee. Oh, um, okay. Well, okay. I but though, I know about Tennessee. I know Bonnaroo. I know Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, though. I had <laughs> I had the opportunity to play in the <laughs> campsite him. at Bonnaroo through this fucking. We had to work for it, man. It sucked. They treat us like shit. Working, I had to do parkings like. The first day was a 17-hour shift, and the next day was a 12-hour shift. Jesus, I think we had like five hours in between, but that was all just to be able to play at this place, you know? Because like I wasn't a fucking huge ass band, like I don't know Beyonce or the Lumineers or something. Dude, so, Beyonce
3: is a phenomenal artist. Opposite sides of the spectrum. Yeah, I was, totally. I was yeah. why I was just thinking that because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you're going <laughs> here yeah. and here,
0: you're going the Queen <laughs> to <laughs> Southern <laughs> Boys. <laughs> No, Mambo is kind of like, like that.
2: It's just like everything. You know, you get bands like fucking Gojira and then you get Beyonce or yeah. Fish or uh, it's, it's just all around. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, all
1: in one venue.
2: Yeah, but like we played at the fucking campsites, dude. And it was wild, man. Like, you know, I mean, a lot of pot going around, a lot of really, really fucking like, like attractive girls that were all barely dressed.
3: Oh, know? man. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's are, how, like, that's, that's how all festivals are. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was awesome, but we would fucking play this campsite, when we did, like, a bunch of jam stuff, you know, like, a lot of the people you hang out with in the mountains, um, which is where I went to college, Boone, in the mountains, um, they're all fucking hippies and love fish into that side of things, you know, and, uh, a lot of it's jamming, so that's a lot of what we did at the fucking show, is a lot of it was just...
3: Can can we just comment, like, real quick? I'm gonna just interject... as a drummer, he has a drumstick in his hand right now as he's telling us stories. I love it. He has a drumstick it's just, integrated into it's just him. It's just a part of his life. He probably carries one every day in his back pocket.
1: He, oh, he's got one uh, in between his legs, too.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on base, bro. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, cheers <laughs> to that. Sorry, guys, keep going. So your, your, your Bonnaroo story, keep going.
2: Yeah, dude, but it was fucking dope, man. Smoked a lot of weed. There was one time I was playing, okay, different story. One time this was more local. Um I was playing in Asheville and we were playing a crazy jam show and Asheville's like the hippiest fucking place you're ever gonna go.
1: Like you know Wait, like Where? Nashville. Nashville, Nashville Tennessee. Nashville. No, not Nashville. No, not he Nashville. was in Hashville. Hash- Hash- oh, ah.
3: or, or was he in Smashville? Mm. Uh, no, no. Nashville
2: is no. entirely different. Nashville is like well, entirely I've heard of, different. Wait, is it, it Rashville? It's where you <laughs> yeah. had too much
3: sun, you got a rash? <laughs> yeah, it's Rashville. Oh. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was. It's Asheville. It's like fucking. It's in the. It's, it's the mountain town. It's the mountain city okay. in North Carolina. You it. think
0: you're getting snowed on, but no, it's just a wildfire and it's Asheville.
2: <laughs> <running>. Yeah. <laughs> it snows a lot over there, but fuck. So you think? Yeah. whether
3: Nature's lying to you, Marcus. Conspiracy, conspiracy theory,
2: conspiracy. Fuckers, they're all hippie as fuck. I swear, everybody is going back to fish because fish has a lot to do with the music scene in Boone. Hate to tell you, uh-huh. but uh, but like everybody in Asheville, they're all fucking jam band fanatics and they're all like really in- spun out on drugs. And there's like a lot of weed, a lot of acid, a lot of DMT. And um, dude, there's one time we're playing a show and fucking um. We're playing a show, and after the show was done, somebody threw a fucking, like, strip that long of acid in the fucking tip jar.
1: For reference, like, he was showing about like, four or five inches.
2: Yeah, it's like it was like he just wrapped it up in tinfoil and just threw it in there, you know? And so that's, like, the kind of stuff, like, you see in Asheville, like, just hippie-ass fucking cheers. weird ass.
3: Cheers to Asheville. Yeah, cheers yeah, to Smashville!
2: It it's a crazy place. Racing place cheers but man it's like yeah it was wild I'm not gonna lie that
0: acid was pretty good That's pretty good acid hey you wanna so one thing that john when he was on here marcus i don't know if you listened to the episode was uh john brought up a point and i think it's one of like the continuing themes with our podcast is perspective right so i told the story about you doing shrooms with us
3: <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: And and one yeah. of the one of the things I want to say from my perspective, and then I want to hear your side, is I remember being at the house and being like, Where the fuck did Marcus go? Like, holy fuck, it's been a while. And you come back from the darkness around the pool holding a pool noodle. You've got some <laughs> some sort of I think foliage on your head, and you're like, I just went on a journey.
4: <laughs> I was like
0: my god, this this man is my hero. What happened over there? I wanna know, and you didn't tell anyone. He
1: just told me about this the other day, and it's fucking hilarious. You gotta tell so him. So I, I I've never heard it and
0: I really want to hear your side.
2: Oh dude, so like, you know, a big part of mushrooms, and I'm not gonna lie, dude, I've done mushrooms a lot. Like a fuck ton. That was a bad time though. Like, um you know, we're getting there and we do these mushrooms and I'm a big part, like, a big thing about me is, like, nature. Like, when I'm doing mushrooms, I want to be somewhere that's, like, fucking natural, you know? Like, being indoors too long is just too much for me, man. I mean, like, I can do it. Like, you know, like, I'll play drums, I'll go inside and stuff. But, like, I got to get my little fix of fucking nature, you know? And I just remember I was sitting there, every now and then, I'd be sitting there hanging out with you guys inside, and I'd be like, dude I gotta go outside I, just gotta, <laughs> I gotta go outside, and you know I'd go outside and there was fucking Bob Marley playing the whole time yeah. It was awesome it was fucking awesome I had great you know? in that
0: sound system set up outside it was amazing dude,
2: yeah dude, but like uh there was like i needed like i caught there, i like needed some nature, and I remember there was fucking there was that there was that like little brussled up bush on the side of your pool. And then there was that palm tree. There was that small palm tree. And I would just be like I would walk around in a circle around that fucking pool and it was like a nature trail, dude. It was like it was like, dude, this is like all I needed. Like this is literally like I needed some nature. He got the palm tree. He got the book. And it was fucking it was like it was totally awesome, dude. And like I just remember also there was that fucking, uh, that little Santa in the corner. Yeah. Dude. They had that little
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's out there fucking oh, 365 dude. days I, a year. Yeah, shit.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. It was like, it was like I
2: saw that Santa and every time it like immediately it was like Christmas. It was like I felt like Christmas.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Christmas morning right
1: here. Dude. dude. Christmas in dude, July. Dude, I remember you were fucking, I don't
2: remember, you were, you were pretty fun and, there was one thing you said why you were like it was just funny as fuck you said um you were talking about like walking somewhere and you're like dude like i remember walking here but i don't remember my feet moving
0: <laughs> I don't remember that, you dude. remember that No oh man you don't
4: remember
0: that? No dude <clears throat> I have a horrible memory it's it's sad so i appreciate those type of stories cuz i don't remember That's them. great I
3: think I have a story. Oh, that's so funny. I don't know dude. if it was the same night, but I think it was the same trip that you guys took down here as a family. And uh we were all same house Garrison's Garrison's place and we were all having a good time and you got you guys do your thing and and I, I'm always there too but I uh, I I usually stick to the the alcoholic beverage and and you guys yeah. go your your ways with you know whatever else you want to do but I was trashed, and you guys were doing your thing, and uh, Wait, John, were you trashed, or were you... uh Cross-trashed. Was he
1: Stonewall uh,
2: Jackson? Stonewall
3: Jackson. I wasn't Stonewall, and I can remember I wasn't Stonewall, because when you I'm Stonewall, Stonewall,
2: <laughs> <So you laughs> Stonewall... There was probably <laughs> at even one point where I was Stonewall. Even Marcus yeah, knew. Stonewall
3: but for Stonewall. this moment, I wasn't Stonewall. <laughs> yeah. So your, your dad was there, and... I remember this, dude. So both parents were, yeah. So I said to myself, I, I, this is so stupid. In my drunk self, in my like, you know, out of mind state, I was like, I don't want Uncle Mark to smoke cigarettes anymore, (laughs) dude. I (laughs) I don't want, I like, I love my uncle, I want him to live till he's 90, 100, 105, 110. I don't want him to smoke cigarettes anymore. So I took his pack of cigarettes and I started chain smoking each cigarette back to back to back to back to back. back. And in my drunk self, I'm like, this is a great idea. You just do it and he'll never smoke again. So I smoke his entire pack. I smoke his entire pack of cigarettes and it's gone. And I'm like, yes! Uncle Mark's never going to smoke again. The next morning, first thing in the morning, I hear Uncle Mark go, Oh, I don't know where my cigarettes went I was hoping I can Oh I don't know where I put them last night, Whatever So we're there and then he's like Oh well, I guess I'll go buy a new pack And I'm like,
4: no It didn't work
5: Damn it John was probably fucking it. spinning
3: Oh man, the night before I was like Oh, this, you know what he will stop smoking today if I smoke this this whole pack. <laughs> and I was like, it, it, "That he wouldn't cre- even knew." Yeah, <laughs> he didn't even know. He didn't. He didn't even know that I was so like much. smoking them or whatever. Like, you know, we we're all we just like we do every time we get together. We we're all telling stories about you know whatever it was. We were telling funny stories, and your dad wasn't even paying attention to me, and I was literally like off in the corner. Or in this in the side of the circle, just smoking every single one of his cigarettes and and he okay. didn't he wasn't paying attention, I was just like man if i if i if I smoke all these, Uncle Mark'll never smoke again and, <laughs> yeah, I was like that was just that was my funny little i and I, it might it might have been the same night, might have been a different night, but I just know from that same trip where you guys came out here. So that's why I thought about it. He actually he quit for a while. He did. He did. Yeah, um, I remember that. I he do did remember
2: a
0: that. a good minute. I remember. He was super yeah. proud of it. And rightfully so. Yeah,
2: but then, you know, like 2020 hit and fuck 2020, you
1: know? Yeah. So. It's about enough to make any man smoke. Uh, we're, we're,
0: uh, yeah. I just want to interject real quick. Our production manager's cracked a beer, and uh, I just want him to interject a little bit and tell us about what he's drinking.
5: Well, I don't know if you call us a beer. Uh, tequila margarita. This is courtesy of Wyatt over here. Um, they're strong. I mean, but it's a fucking margarita in a can. So, you know. It's not bad. I like it. (laughs) Percentage on these things? Fucking 12.5%.
1: Jesus Christ, that's a fucking unit of a can. Yeah, it's
5: not bad, though. Tastes good.
1: I hate it. Is that the Cutwater? Mm-hmm. They're dog shit. Yeah. I can't do it and there's two fuck how did they cram pack two shots into one can.
0: Yeah. Uh but back to segue. I remember smoking for the first time with you Marcus.
1: What the fuck? Yeah.
0: One of the coolest moments of my life cuz it, it 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 was honestly a really cool vacation because it started off like my baby cousins who were they're not my yes. baby cousins but they're my younger cousins. Yeah. We kind of delved into like oh you smoke.
4: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: So, we start smoking, and I'll never forget, Marcus, I was laughing so hard because you'd take a hit and do a bong rip, and maybe 10 minutes later, you hear, Wyatt, you got any more pot? No. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, yeah, you want another bowl, Marcus? You're like, yeah, I'll take another bowl. (laughs) Dude, it's too funny. so good. Me and
1: Marcus, we were just talking, I think it was yesterday, we were talking, um... How it's kind of crazy because they they're just a little bit younger than us, and Marcus was saying like he really looked up to us as like I don't know role models yeah, or just dude. just like people.
2: like you guys are my fucking heroes, dude. You're like the epitome of cool, and I was like, it was like uh, we're like not that far apart in age, but we're far enough apart yeah. in age to where it's a very big distance when you're young. When you're you know young, right? We talked about this yeah. with John
0: and his neighbor. How we were both like they're only yeah three years apart but it felt like a generation apart when you're that young because the interests are so different.
2: Yeah, yeah but dude, like, um, I don't know, man. It was kind of a cool, crazy experience because I really did, like, really look up to you guys. You guys did a lot for me, man. You guys kind of, like, shaped shaped what I uh, thought of what, what being cool was, you know? In a sense, you can say that's what got me into drums because, you know, you guys had your shit, you know? Uh-huh. And I wanted something.
1: But the and that's you the know? thing that was that's blowing so my mind. Beautiful. That's why I brought this up was uh me and Marcus were talking and how they like looked up to us, and I feel like the cause now we don't we don't really think of him like that. He's not like mm-hmm. a, the younger cousin or anything. It's I think the first time you guys actually Oh, I just got cut. I'm good. The first time you guys actually sit down and smoke together. Like, if you smoke weed together, that's when you become equals, you know? You're just like, you never <laughs> Yeah. It, just, it all solidifies
0: and it, you know? You're- 100%, dude. And that's what I was kind of saying, because it started off just that one night, we smoked pot together, we drank beers together, we got fucked up together. Like, it was a fun night. Like, we we just partied together, played pool, like, it was really fun, we played rock band, but then it turned into... I think
3: that happened last
0: night. We're gonna get some shrooms? Uh-huh. And it turned into that <laughs> the next night, like, and then it turned into the, the following night, like, we woke up. We had a barbecue in the afternoon. And we all drank beers and smoked pot together in the pool. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh my god, this is I've never seen yeah, this side. I,
2: fucking, I remember I fucking like we were getting drunk that night before, and uh, and fucking um I started like yelling, and you were like, what? You were and then you why you were like Marcus, calm down, like.
4: Yeah.
0: That's so, okay. So the reason why like with that I was.
2: was no but
0: yeah.
2: the no, house I, I had yeah, come I from before this Well and
0: yeah I live with roommates but like the house I came with bo- came from before this my two roommates whom are like the best roommates I've ever had apart from the people in this room uh we would be so loud and partying so much that these poor people would be sleeping and have to come down and be like shut the fuck up like <laughs> if you guys don't
3: stop talking is this a yeah, yeah, Victor. Victor he'd be like,
0: "I am gonna get my airsoft gun and unload on you. Like, shut the <laughs> yeah. fuck up! You're so loud." And, and he would. And, do and it. We would be loud. Like it was rightfully so. So I had this paranoia, like because I have so much respect for those two individuals. Like I'd be around the party, like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey shut the fuck up! <laughs> you gotta calm down. You can have a good time." Shut the fuck up! Don't want
1: to wake the (laughs) Kraken. Yeah,
0: because and that was Victor's favorite drink was Kraken.
3: Oh God, Uh, (laughs) Mm Kraken! Yeah, Yeah, dude. Yeah, Russian
0: maniac. I went on a spree of Kraken and Coke, but so that I transferred that into the 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 frat house we basically had, where it was still like, stop being loud. Everyone's gonna get mad. You gotta calm down. And it was for nothing. So
3: don't don't take it. That's funny you say that. Frat house, we probably.
2: I wasn't, like, offended by it by any means. It's just, like, for some reason, I specifically remember that.
0: Yeah. I, I've, <laughs> told, I've told many a people, yeah. like, dude, hey, settle yeah. the fuck
3: down. Yeah. Like, I'm sure I've been in, I'm Marcus, I'm sure I've been there, too, man. Sometimes. We've all been on the receiving yeah, end. Yeah, sometimes I get a little you gotta toasty. This, you got to
2: think about this, bro. I'm a fucking drummer, dude. Just yeah,
0: wild, bro. Imagine. Imagine. But that's what's amazing Pretty- about it.
2: Yeah, but like imagine fucking like I've, I've just like I this was like to a point so like I was in fucking like middle school and shit and I'd be like drumming on my lap and my teachers would get pissed. Yeah. And they'd be like, fuck you, sit on your fucking hands." <laughs> that reminds <laughs> me,
0: Marcus, another thing that I remembered happened on that trip was we were we were pretty toasted and you walk into the living room and you're you're like uh um you're like oh my god, is that a drum set? yeah but that's my roommates and before I could even spit that out you're on the fucking drum set and I'm like Marcus please you you, you gotta get off you gotta ask for permission like this guy loves his drum set and you're like and I'm like Marcus please and then Garrison comes walking in the room he's like who's that (laughs) that's my cousin dude I promise you, he knows what he's doing. Yes. He's not going to wreck your drum set. And then he hears you playing. he's like, okay.
2: Did you touch my drum okay. set? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, like, I, I, I like was the somehow. jams. Please, everything is wrong I about this situation. I apologize, I'm sorry. It just comes out sometimes.
5: Uh, you know what? It's fine. It's just there's so many people that touch it, and then they don't know what they're doing. But, you know, you're allowed to hit it. And you could tell just from the <laughs> other side of the house. Just me coming over there. Uh, I knew this person knew what they were doing. I just wanted to see. Where
3: is this majestic sound coming from? I just, that, that mi- from. So, uh, I just want to real quick touch back on um, the frat house. Would you guys say that that's the house where we had most of our parties? I don't know, dude. That, we gotta think about that. That's true. We gotta think about that.
0: I'd say it had the
3: most room for shenanigans for our group. Yeah, I, was, that's, I was gonna say Exactly that, but not in those exact words, is where we had like the most parties where we were like going wild, yeah, and we could just remember
0: crazy. And like, if you you could have multiple groups of people, like when we have parties at the townhouse, because we had quite a
2: pool, bro, exactly, like there
0: was so many, and a trampoline, yeah, and all those different avenues, and and we play basketball and stuff like that. Like, when we have parties at the townhouse, it was strictly. You're in a fucking five-by-five backyard playing beer pong. Yeah, you had neighbors on each side, too. That were yelling at us the entire time. Yeah,
3: neighbors that shared walls, right, essentially. Uh Uh-huh. But we had a grip of parties there. Yeah, we had good
0: times there. And then also when it transferred to Matt's house. So it's hard because we had a lot of parties at Matt's first house. We did. Uh, like uh, a lot of par- pretty much every weekend,
3: we went over there and partied. <laughs> which which house are you talking about? The one in El Cajon? El Cajon, off okay. of some burros. Yeah, we, we had a lot of parties over there, but because it was a little further, it was a little further than it was. It wasn't as central as like. And you it was, only had a car. It's hard to <laughs> yeah. get a bunch of people over there. It was. It was a little harder to, Yeah, so we had parties, and we had like when we think of those staple parties, like the Halloween parties right. and That's shit, those like were. those are very memorable, but like as far house as like parties. random let's have a good time hey i'm calling you on saturday at 5 p.m. hey we're hanging out tonight we're having a little Honestly, kickback i'd say the townhouse
0: then because i even feel like when we moved into garrison's house it was when everyone started stopping partying
3: well, dude there's I a story feel the same way. there's
1: a story about in at the townhouse um the one that you had Fucking! I remember it was like one of the first parties that I went this to. This guy's high, Danny. I like, am high. The one that you had, <laughs> the only one we've been talking about the whole time. <laughs> you're talking about Matt. You're talking about Matt. You talking about did not have a townhouse though. Well, it wasn't technically a townhouse. I it was love an you. Apartment. Man. Go ahead. No, it was a house. house. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. so I didn't used to party a lot. Marcus is gone now, but uh, I used to party a lot. Or I didn't party a lot. And I went over to Wyatt's and I got so fucking high and drunk. At the townhouse? At the townhouse. That fucking, when it came time to leave, Garrison had to carry me on his shoulder.
0: (laughs) I remember we had a, my roommate, Blaine. I'm not going to say the names because I'm going to start doing that from now on. I'm going to. Blaine. Just fuck up the names slightly ever so. Uh, His brother, Blonde. Was partying with us And this was at the moment Where we were doing a lot of backflips And stuff like that So we were hammered
3: <laughs> <laughs> down Was it David and Nick? What?
0: No, no It was my roommates
3: Oh Don't I say don't know who they are they Yeah, are. yeah, yeah
0: And so uh, So we were partying and, and this guy Blaine His brother oh, Blonde God. Was in the living room with us And he was like Well, I can do a fucking backflip Oh, you can Okay, go And he goes Alright, I'm gonna do one Blonde's right on his fucking
3: neck
1: <laughs> Okay, hold it.
3: on Died You buried him in the basement it's To this day, <laughs> he's still there
1: I have no clue who the fuck you're talking about Because he's so hot <laughs> No, but I'm thinking it's backflip I know who you're talking about it's, yeah. No, I'm, I'm there Listen, it's yeah. backflip yeah. territory, so it's obviously someone I D- know Wait,
3: does his Nah, you might not D- Does his okay. brother's name rhyme with blonde? Yeah, it does, yeah, it does Yeah, it does <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue who you're talking about. <laughs> uh, oh, that's so, and funny.
0: so I mean, I just remember that story very specifically. Like he, he fucking landed on his neck in the middle of this party, and we're like, "Oh God, we killed him! Like he's dead." And his brother comes running down, and he's like, "What the fuck <laughs> did you guys do to my brother?" And we're like, "He did it. He did a backflip. We didn't make him." And then oh. it spawned into like I wrestled Blaine that night, and he just whooped my ass. Like, laid on me and just pinned me to the ground. I was like, I'm done. I'm drunk. I don't he, want to do this no more. He was a military he had some LBs man. behind him. He did. A little bit. And he was a swimmer, so he I had some to muscle, come. too.
2: Dude, all I could ever do was a fucking front flip into the fucking pool, dude. That's the <laughs> most I could ever do. Still
0: respectable. Still respectable. Yeah,
3: and the meat flip. I hit him on the trampoline a few times. Yeah. but And I think I might have done one or two on a mattress, but never flat ground. Dude, ever. I
0: have... On the townhouse topic real quick, I have videos of my GoPro mounted in the ceiling of parties. Oh, no. <sighs> yeah, dude. It was just footage. Footy. And it, it's just, it's mainly raw, of the beer footy? pong table. Yeah. It's mainly that's of like. great. Like there's dude, a video, it's me and David playing.
3: I, I can't say names anymore. I'm just going to refuse to do it. <laughs> who? who? Uh, all right. I feel like name, I, I, I see where you're coming with the names is you don't want to like. They can speak their own piece, right? That's what I'm saying. Right, and I feel that way too <laughs> because a lot of slander. The times my and I feel that way too because skewed. I I was texting Nick, I think personally, and I I was talking about a person, yeah, that we were talking about at a Las Vegas trip where he was there, and there was paraphernalia. Oh yeah, and yeah. he may not want to be a part mm-hmm. of that. Exactly. But so I understand that. For
1: slander, you don't want to be like, yeah, like someone listening, like, hey, you're slandering my name. Yeah, I or get that.
0: Anything, you know. So it's, I just don't want to. And, and, I, I and The it. main I thing understand is, it. I don't I have relationships that, don't with like, those people you know, any that's, longer. That's true too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have no ill will towards any of those people, right. like, by any means. Yeah. But I just don't want anything to come of it. So I'm yeah. just not going to go there. So I understand. They'll just be referred to as that. <clears throat> they were my ex at the time and her friend. Okay. David and I were playing them, and then there's another video of me and Chris playing. Uh, David, and I think you. Okay. And it's just the entire games of beer pong being played with the GoPro stuck to the corner. It's funny that you're saying
3: that because, like, I I have very few memories of the townhouse. And and you guys lived there for how long were you there? It's like a year and a half. Three years? No. 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 Three years? Yeah. No I moved into the townhouse when
0: I was 18. I moved out of the house when I was 18. The
3: townhouse on Graves? Yeah. That's fucking nuts. My mom was
0: pissed because... Like, two months after my 18th birthday, I moved out of the house. Holy shit. That's this blows blowing my mind right now. I've
3: been on my own since... I cannot believe you spent that long at the Graves' house. Because I, I was there, you know, I was going to... Hanging out, doing our thing, whatever. And I, like, just in my timeline, in my own perspective timeline, I cannot picture three years. Yeah. That's wild.
0: And that's why I say I think that would be the house that I'd say would be the party house for a while, for everyone. Because that was where the garrison started coming back over and hanging out with yeah. us after high school and a lot of the other my friends integrating with the family. Yeah,
3: There was definitely a lot of parties there, and I can remember them. Uh, well, not mm-hmm. all of them, but I remember a lot of time at where we would set the beer pong table up where, like, half of it went into, like, the kitchen yeah. kitchen and, and half eat, of it went in the into dining, room. dining room. Yeah, I remember that. That was a lot of fun. Uh, That's where I bought the dwarf beer pong table. Where it came up to your knees, and we <laughs> yeah. the, uh, cups. We'd have to put cups on the the bottoms of the legs, yeah. yeah.
0: And then uh, my roommate was the one who came up with the idea. She stacked it with three solo cups underneath on the legs and duct taped <laughs> it and called perfect. it perfect, perfect. You know, hillbilly invention.
3: Yeah, that was great.
0: Uh, I, I
1: thought, remember. It, I thought the beer pong happened out on that little patio.
0: It did for a while uh, because but Victoria then the got right? sick of the place getting dirtied with beer. But then the neighbors got real mad. Yeah, and
3: their bedroom was right above the patio.
0: Yeah, we had the guy, our neighbor at the time, was, like, beating his fucking wife. Whoa,
1: what the fuck? Like, yeah. it was this, got this got real dark. This got real dark. It was dark.
0: weird, man. There were <laughs> times where all, all four of us in the house were like, we're going to call the cops. Because you would just hear screaming. She would, like, leave. And he was, like, a ex-military guy who obviously had PTSD. I can't say if that's what it probably was, yeah. but some sort of trauma in his life, and, and he just didn't know how to fucking control himself. Yeah. He would just let loose. There was a time where he we fucking parked our car, and we had the car door open when he came home, and he just almost, like, fucking fought whoever it was because he was so livid he couldn't park right away. Just little things like that would trigger oh, him. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, so we moved it back inside real yeah. quick after that. Yeah. But that that's where the stories would come from of, like, Victor coming down and be like, "I will fucking shoot you.
4: <laughs> Shut your
0: goddamn like." Mainly because Victor wasn't sleeping. Victor was playing video games, yeah. but you know his his yeah. significant other is in bed, and he respects her enough to be like, "Shut the
3: yeah." Fuck that, up, I feel Christ. like Victor like his whole thing was like, he didn't care. Victor didn't care. Mm-hmm. He cared more about what about she thought, yeah. yeah about right, what she so. thought. And that's very respectable. Like, I could appreciate that in Victor. He cared more about what she thought, so he was like, I'm going to fucking handle this. Yeah. And he would come down there and be like, y'all better shut the fuck Fuck
4: up.
0: But it was (laughs) funny
3: because, like,
0: okay, Vic Vic I know is someone who's not going to give a shit, and I fucking love the guy, and he knows that. So Victor's a fucking scrawny-ass guy, taller than all of us. He's probably closer to six, and he's just scrawny and he dresses like he belongs in Mad Max, right? And-
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Very steampunk. Yeah, uh, he I've does. He's
2: like kind of the, same, the same, same shit. Yeah, dude,
0: and so know? he's got like combat boots on at all time, a leather jacket with like patches on it with like camo and stuff. And, and so this guy would come down and just be like, and, and he would talk in like a Russian accent because he- he's – I, don't, I think he's part Russian, and he studied Russian as yeah. a language in, in his brain,
3: he's part Russian. Yeah,
0: and so he'd come down in a Russian accent and be like, I will fucking kill you.
4: like, <laughs> like, you're like
0: I know you're serious, but I'm I'm going to laugh at you. Like, it was just amazing. He knew how to make it a good time, even though he was being serious, and yeah. everyone would shut the fuck and up. And we
3: respected it, too, yeah, even though exactly. he was fucking, you know.
0: And a lot of the nights it was just because we were playing Magic, and someone did a move, and we're like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Uh, but...
2: John, you remember you gave me, like, a long time ago, I think you, like, gave me a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh cards.
3: (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh, that's really funny. So, Yu-Gi-Oh, I, so, my first, I first started collecting Pokemon cards. That was like my first thing, but I never learned how to play Pokemon because you could play it. You can play. Yeah, with I those. know
1: it's a trading card game, and you can put there's a game to it.
3: I didn't, I didn't understand that. I never knew that you could. I thought it was yeah. just like, like collectibles. I would, I'm on the John's
0: page. I would collect the
1: cards. Yeah,
3: I didn't know I mean. you could like. I thought the whole point of Pokemon cards was to like get a cool card.
0: Yeah, you get an energy card, you're like, this is
3: shit. Yeah, and you Start throw it away, energy. whatever. You didn't ever think, what does this energy card do? Nope, no, I, I had a no show idea. And I'm like,
0: I just want that Pokemon exactly. in my pocket. Why
3: Wyatt, Wyatt knows what <laughs> so blows <Wyatt>. my mind. <laughs> so, so I, my first thing was Pokemon, and then, uh, I don't know, fifth grade, maybe, maybe sixth grade, Yu Gi Oh. Came around on TV, and I was like, "Oh, Yu Gi cool." And in the game, they're actually using the cards that they that they to summon to summon shit. So they'll throw the card out. I'm like, "Oh, well, there clearly is a game to play." So I like learned about the game, and I found another kid in school that played the game, and we would like play together in school on like rainy day schedule and shit. He'd always whoop my ass because he's a huge nerd, but um <laughs> or just because you sucked? Probably because I oh, sucked yeah. too. But he, he no, he was a huge. Oh, yeah, he was a huge nerd, but anyways, won't say his name. His name's also Blaine. <laughs> his name is also Blaine. Uh, but David so, Blaine. Yeah. Um. He could have been a magician. He actually probably was, but uh, we, um, he would always whoop my ass, and I was like, oh, I hate Yu-Gi-Oh, um, because I can never win. And I re- I remember when you came out. And I remember our exchange of cards. That's so funny that you said that.
2: (laughs) Dude, it's funny because, like, when I got it, I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh! is, like, the game of, like, the people around my age, you know, like.
3: Maybe,
0: dude. But but I um, I played that game in tournaments when I was younger.
2: But what I'm saying is you guys are saying you're into really magic. I never got into magic. You know, me either. That's something I. That was that was
1: me. That was me and David. No, that,
0: that, oh, okay. I, I'm on the same page as you, Marcus. I never got into magic. I was introduced to card playing games at Yu-Gi-Oh. So I, I am on the. I feel you for sure.
3: Well you got into magic Dude, at one like, point, though, I, right? I. Well, so wait, that, wait, that'll wait. be that's
0: my story. I, I'll tell you a little bit. I did get introduced when I was a kid, but I hated it because how complex it was. Yeah. Because I was already playing Yu-Gi-Oh, but I'll let Marcus tell his story first. Yeah, tell your
1: story, bud. So, like,
2: when I was young, I got them in, like, elementary school, but, like, I never learned to play the game. I just fucking collected them because they were cool as shit. wasn't until, like, high school when I started learning to play because, you know, I was a fucking nerd. You know, I was in marching band. I hung out with nerds. It's
0: because you're a fucking klantz, bro.
2: Yeah, dude, and I started fucking uh, playing Yu-Gi-Oh!, but anyways, played for, like, a year. I wasn't that good, lost a lot. But when I got to college, bro, I got back into Yu-Gi-Oh!, I got back into Yu-Gi-Oh! because uh, one of my buddies was into it for some reason. He's actually a fucking crazy guitar player. But, uh-huh. like, dude, he's, like, fucking, he still does it, bro. Like, when I hang out with him. Like, because he got so fucking good, I can't win. There's no way. Yeah, I just dude, stopped playing. That's the crazy win. thing about that yeah.
0: game is there's actual legit setup strategies where if you have a deck that's, and it's kind of like Magic, if you have a deck that's built for this win strategy. That win condition. And you pull these first ten, the seven cards, it's like, okay, I win. I know I will. Yeah. Dude,
2: this actually is funny because like the guy, uh, he's still obsessed with Yu-Gi-Oh. Like he's now officially like, you know, he's like a local tournament legend around here in Yu-Gi-Oh. And he's fucking, he's also just this rad guitar player dude. Fucking r- rips, dude. He's actually the guy watching the fucking dogs while we go out there. Oh hell so yeah, he's probably yeah dude. Gonna sit around, probably gonna sit around and fucking count Yu-Gi-Oh cards all day while he's fucking. That's cool.
1: Dude, the that's awesome. Dude, they're shred. they're they're almost just as expensive in that same price range per card as fucking Pokemon right I now. I remember I had a uh, so the deck that I had and this is a story. <laughs> so
0: John's point that he brought up. I never got into Magic. I got into Yu-Gi-Oh, and that's where I started. I go to I used to go to tournaments in Lakeside nice. at this. It's now an ice cream shop by the pet boys, but it used to be a card shop and you could go there and you'd play Yu-Gi-Oh and you would Third place would get $5 store credit. I remember second place would get $15 and first place would get a free premium card and a $30 credit. And I would go with my buddy Brandon and we, I'm already breaking my goddamn rule. I'm so bad at this. <laughs> um,
4: <laughs>
0: hand in. Hand in we'd go together. Hand in hand. And we'd go to this card shop and we'd play. And he's the one who kind of got me into competitive playing. But I would make my, the deck that I made was a tune deck. And so the principle of this deck was there was these Yu-Gi-Oh! characters that were toon characters. So there are cartoon characters of the actual Yu-Gi-Oh! characters. So, for example, the probably the most notable blue uh, Yu-Gi-Oh card was a Blue Ice White Dragon. <laughs> Wait, Everyone ice, pretty white dragon? much knows what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a tune version of that called Tune Blue Ice White Dragon, and it's a lot smaller. It looks a lot more cartoony, and. The cool thing with this deck is you could only play any of these Toon Monsters if you had the Toon World card. So if you played that card, you could play your creatures. You can attack the other person's health, and they can't attack you or your creatures because you're in Toon World. So it's like you're immune from everything, essentially. And I remember Nick and David would come down from Sonora, and they'd bring their magic cards. I'm like, hey, man, you want to play magic? No, dude, I got Yu-Gi-Oh decks. Actually, I've got like four decks. Um, Do you guys want to play? And I'd give them <laughs> the three shittiest decks. Like,
4: yeah, shoot these yeah. three. <laughs> I'm gonna I play with my tune
0: deck. And I'd womp them every time. And I was like, I just wanna play this because I know if I play them magic, they will fucking annihilate me. And I wanna win because they're in my house. I don't wanna be a bitch. <laughs> my house, my rules. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna play with my tune deck and whoop your ass. <laughs> dude, I
2: fucking- Yo, you guys play Smash Bros, bro?
0: Yo, yeah, Bros? we played that really? a lot too.
2: Hell I can't yeah, bro.
0: compete with David, dude. David's too good.
1: He's a fucking maniac. Dude, who's, you,
2: who's your, like, main dude?
0: Me? Link. Yeah. Just because of... Uh, and that... I want to segue real quick, because uh, Wes actually has listened to our entire podcast. No every, fucking way. Every single episode. And uh, he says he likes it, by the way, so... Let's Just keep going. Yeah! Wow!
3: Uh, Only another reason to which keep is going. really cool.
0: Yeah. Um, but he Love mentioned, it. and this is something that I loved that he brought up that I we had totally forgotten. Man, we talked about getting the tattoos of Zelda. Man, we never talked about how our, we gamed with Zelda. Like Zelda was in our lives for. I mean, at least for me, like Nintendo sixty four, Ocarina of Time. Ocarina dude, of you Time. played that shit really oh, like, religiously, God, dude. dude.
1: Yeah, dude. I remember West.
0: Yeah, like a Pona song and shit like that. But that's what I told him. And that what you were just about to say, Nick, uh, so I, t- I was like, well, bro, we we can't talk about it because you were the one who showed us yeah. that game and showed us how to play it and how to beat it and everything. So yeah. like, we need you to tell us about it. And he was like, oh, maybe. But I, I thought that was really cool. Like, damn, that was a huge influence. And that's why we got these tattoos because that game was always on in the background as well. Well, I was I mean. going
1: to say, I remember when Wyatt had the GameCube... Um Wes, I remember coming into the room frequently Wes would fucking be in there doing a full run of Twilight Princess Yeah, and that was like so cool just being able to sit down and like watch someone else play and fucking Wes was so smart at all these fucking like little secret things you could do and just progressing through the game it was super interesting to watch and so that was like another that was uh, Hannah
2: with Zelda the only one I beat
0: was fucking Wind Waker Uh Wind Waker was really fun though
2: Wind Waker was a really, really fun one, dude. Like that introduced the, the o-
0: sailing o- accent. Yeah, dude, I was just gonna say that sailing on the ocean and whatnot. Yeah. That was um, badass, dude.
2: So Marcus. Yeah, dude, it was what's uh what's some
0: one. of your favorite games you've played
4: throughout the years? Dude, um so
2: it's like the first thing that really got me into gaming, like the first because I had GameCube for a while, and I had Smash Bros., and I had yeah. SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom. And, uh, I played that for a minute, but, like, when I went out with you and played fucking Halo 2, bro, it's like it was at your house, Wyatt, and maybe yours too, John. We were fucking playing Halo 2, and, you know, I'd obviously get my ass kicked, because I was, like, you know, young as, young as hell. But, uh, dude, like, later. I asked my dad. I begged my dad for a fucking Xbox in Halo 2. I begged him forever, forever. And then he got me an Xbox with Halo 1. He got it with... Uh, <laughs> You're
4: like, God
0: so. damn it.
2: No, but, like, dude, it's fucking Halo 1, though, you know? like I
0: what, know. Halo 1 is great, crazy? especially the campaign.
2: Yeah, I mean, dude, was, but, like, really. I've, you know, but, like, eventually, like, he did get me... He tried to get me Halo 2. He ended up getting me the multiplayer map pack instead. You remember when they sold the fucking, uh, yeah,
0: as a bundle? Yeah.
2: And yeah, he got me that instead. And then I got Halo 2. And I played the fuck out of that too. And then Halo 3 came along. And, uh, when lot, when everything was hitting live, that's like, I got Xbox Live. I was like in fourth grade. Fourth, fourth grade. What Something was your like first that.
0: gamer tag, Marcus?
2: Uh, Sergeant Clance, dude.
0: I totally remember that. I remember that one hundred percent.
4: I
2: was like, "Oh, we got another, uh, we got another family member on the game." because yeah, I
0: remember playing Halo Three was the first game I played with you online.
2: Dude, I played a lot of COD Four, ton of COD Four. Uh, what else did I play? Battlefield, Bad Company Two.
4: That was
0: a great. Played game.
2: a lot of that. Great game. Yeah, and like, I don't know, man. When it comes to that, a lot of it was Halo. A lot of it was the like Call of Duty Four and uh, Nazi Zombies. Dude, I fucking love Nazi Zombies, dude. That's like, I got this buddy down the road, and he's who I game with usually, and like, we still hit a lot of Nazi Zombies, dude. Like, Nazi Zombies is the fucking shit, bro.
3: Is it still on? Is it still on COD? COD Four?
2: I don't know, no. It was on World at War originally, but like, um, we play it on Black Ops Three, dude. Recently, there's a lot of user because I got it on PC. My buddy gave me his PC. I've never like. I dropped off gaming for a long time. I dropped off gaming for like four or five years, and I'd only hit like it's like one of the classics is uh, Star Wars Battlefront two, two thousand five. Oh yeah, the original.
4: You had a great yeah. taste.
2: That game, that is one of the games I can always go back to. That is one of my favorite games of all time. But anyways, uh, my buddy gave me his gaming computer recently. It was like a mid-2020, and I I just stopped gaming for years before then, like, because I was, you know, I had school, and I was gigging every weekend, so I just didn't play any games, and then, dude, I got fucking Warzone, dude.
0: Dude, Warzone? Oh, man, that's true. I feel like that.
2: that, Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, dude.
0: It totally did, like, and for those who didn't start on Warzone, maybe others who started on, like, for me, it's, so, I think for me that kick-started gaming was, Okay, not Kickstarter gaming, online multiplayer gaming, because uh, for a long time I agree with you, I kind of stepped off of like, the online multiplayer platform, and I stepped more into like Skyrim, just solo, kind of just whenever I wanted to jump on, feel it out for a while, and then I jumped into like the Maddens and stuff, but like when Fortnite, and then it progressed into Apex, and then it progressed into Warzone... I feel like that ignited so many people's passion for getting on and just fucking competing through that online gameplay because it was something fresh. It was something new. So I totally agree, dude. Warzone, when it first came out, was fucking amazing, man.
2: Yeah, dude. But the only thing about any of those games is, like, even Halo. Like, I've never been really good at any game except for Rock Band 2. Or Rock Band. Rock Band. You're pretty good at Halo because
0: you said that the last time we played, and this was recently. I was just telling John that we played recently together. And you even said when we were starting, like, oh, I'm not that good. And everyone says that. You started off a little rocky, but you fucking cu- kept up with Nick and I pretty, you know, pretty well throughout the entire match. So, can't say you're not good.
2: Well, that's because I've been a consistent Halo player for years, bro. It's like, it's kind of like the same thing with drums, except, you know, obviously drums is like exactly a steady and progressive. It's I just being humble, bro. Like
0: It's just like with your drums. Don't be humble. I
2: you know? spent a lot of time playing Halo. And, like, yeah, I'd say I'm good, but, like, I'm, I'm, I guess what I'm saying is, like, there's no games I'm great at. You know what I'm saying? Except for Rock Band. I feel like I'm great at Rock Band. Not going to lie. And Rock Band, like, that game, that is obviously the, the, that that game changed my life, dude. Like, you win.
3: You win that game. You won.
2: Yeah. No, but I'm serious, dude. Like, I kind of, I was, I think I mentioned earlier, like, I started playing that shit at the same time I started playing drums, dude. And it's like kinda like it really like with guitar, you can't fuck it guitar doesn't fucking that shit doesn't- like you can't like reciprocate the rock band guitar with a real guitar with the drums, you at least learn the basics, yeah, so it was kinda like it was like it was like a train it was like a it was like training wheels in a sense,
4: so
0: we have the the producer's got the mic right now, and he's actually a drummer as well um so. I kind of just want to hear YouTube bounce that. What's your thoughts on that, Garrison?
5: Just on rock band in general?
0: Rock band and maybe how, like Marcus said, like, yeah, maybe a video game and, like, some of the other instrumental pieces in the game don't translate to the real-life instruments, but how drums and maybe vocals sort of kind of
5: do? I mean, with drums alone, well, first of all, between Guitar Hero and rock band, I probably spent well over $500 buying all the songs and um, too, I ended up having bro. to buy like replacement drum set because <laughs> of the pad would break, but uh, yeah, dude. I'm right every, with you Every like, two one. or
2: three weeks, bro, not every two or three weeks, like two <laughs> or three months you have to replace the fucking drum kit,
5: you yeah, know? Which is the worst because now,
2: like... oh, go ahead. Dude, honestly, dude, I gotta I gotta show
0: you there's a... Oh, fuck yeah, I'll be right back. Check out
2: this <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. Oh, man.
0: Okay, so this is a good time. Now that Marcus <laughs> is stepping away for just a brief second, I just want to point out real, real fast. Holy shit.
5: <laughs> Alright.
4: Okay,
0: never we mind. We need an explanation. Right, go right back into <laughs> we Marcus. We need an holy
4: explanation. So,
5: so he's showing his rock band drum set, which is not even a drum set anymore. It's just duck tape to living hell. Hannah Hannah hey. got a hold of that and turned it into art I could already tell <laughs> Hannah said, "You no, know no, what? No. I need
3: to make this art" no. and did that
2: So like I this isn't the one I use anymore, you know, I got a different one I use, but I keep this, you know, as a keepsake. Oh, that's great. But like fucking um it's like my dad used to work at this fucking like plant called or I'm not going I'm not going to say names, but um and they like one of the things they manufactured was fucking electric tape. And you had all these fucking different colors. Of electric <laughs> what a weird tape. fucking <laughs> thing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> 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 like well, my drum set was fucking getting beaten to hell. Dude. Wait, hey, like- real quick, <laughs> real quick, go
3: ahead and go ahead and put that put the drum back up. Just as an electrician, I'll go ahead and tell you. So red, red is uh, usually circuits uh, three, four. Yellow is high uh red is low volt circuit three four yellow is high volt circuits five six blue is low volt circuits um five six as well green is ground so you have a very nice uh drum set of electrical tape
0: <laughs> yeah, I would have said the same thing Hey you know what That's green, red, yellow, and blue <laughs>
3: That's <laughs> he's all he's, I know he, it he as He said it was electrical that tape was like, So I was like Oh I, I know a little bit about electrical tape A little bit
2: So When Just I was growing bit? up dude Like I had this buddy He lives down the road He's the guy of, uh, You guys have games with him A little bit
3: Yeah he's the guy so, who played uh, Halo
0: with us last time huh
2: Yeah he sucks at Halo it, takes me, it took me forever to get him to play some fucking Halo dude I was like dude let's play some Halo He's like no bro And I'm like fuck dude but I, anyways let me get back to it he's like my childhood best friend and uh he used to have a house down there and he had a fucking pool he doesn't have a pool anymore but like we would go down there and in the summer dude we'd be getting into fucking rock band dude like he was really into rock band really good at the fucking rock band guitar you know and guitar hero guitar obviously but dude like that was when i started getting good at the fucking rock band drums dude and that was like what we did bro so like we would have these fucking parties, and we would bring extension cords because he has this huge lawn and like, and all this shit. And we would set up a fucking TV outside, set up all our fucking rock band shit, you know. And this was before like we did anything, you know, before pot and alcohol. This is when we were like fucking just little tiny ass kids. Were, this one God, it was raw. Fucking,
3: this one was real. God,
2: dude. Yeah, dude. And we just would we would sit there and we'd play fucking rock band. We'd see, we'd try and impress all the girls we'd invite over.
3: Cheers yeah, to dude. that. Right. Cheers He's to heart, that.
2: Man. Dude, I did so much mushrooms one time. It was a <laughs> lot of fucking, like, so much mushrooms.
4: What a great segue. Like,
2: I did, and dude, I was listening to music, dude, and I swear, songs I've listened to so many times before, I kind of freaked out, bro. They started fucking skipping. The parts would, like, parts that weren't in the song would start to come out of the song, dude. I don't know how to describe it, it would like repeat and shit. It's insane, dude, crazy
0: have you uh Damn, have you hallucinated on trims, or do you just get the major high?
2: so I would say I have definitely hallucinated, but um, I feel like after doing it so much, my definition of hallucinating has kind of changed. I have gotten some crazy shit like some I've seen some crazy shit like. There's one time I was, uh, uh, with my buddy and we were, we were tripping at his house and we did, we did a decent amount at that time. And I was like, there was like this like green little fucking, it's like road. It's like, it was like kind of, it was like there's trees surrounding it and it's like a gravel road and there's like this little stretch of stretch of grass in between the gravel road. So you could see where the tires were rolling. And dude, I saw it like, dude, seriously, like it started fucking doing this shit. Like, it just started twisting, like everything, like the trees and the fucking. Did you fall over? It was what? Did you fall over? No, 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 no. no, no I'm saying it started doing this. It was like it was like yeah, like it's I mean, almost like, in a was, tunnel,
0: turning on its side, almost like twisting.
2: Yeah, yeah, but like it was like certain parts were staying there, and other parts were like it was. It was crazy, dude. I was like, I don't know, man. It's like, when you when you get to that point, you can't look at things for too long. Because if you, like, the, f- the more you look at something, the more distorted it gets. And so, like, you just got to keep looking at everything. It's like, you, can't, you just can't look at something for too long, you know? Because it's just too much. <laughs> I love that. That's great. That's great. I mean... That's the best explanation for it. Yeah.
0: Because the reason why I ask is I've never gotten to that stage. I always just get the major, major high from it and just kind of like uncontrollably laughing and being stupid.
2: Dude, like I tripped right away, man. First time I tried it, I was fucking, I mean, I was, as I said, like it changed what I saw as hallucinating. You know what I'm saying? Like what I expected from hallucinating wasn't what it was, you
0: know? Yeah, that's interesting because I wonder if Sarah maybe has that because she, she always has this expectation of seeing vivid changes around her or, you know, some sort of, I don't know, I can't really describe it. But that's based on other people who may have had that interaction with shrooms. And I don't, I kind of feel like what you're saying is true, that that's not true for everybody. It could be your version of hallucinating is seeing something just distorted or just getting majorly high from it, you know what I mean, versus actually seeing yes. physical beings or shapes.
2: I did, as, I said, I, I, as I said, I did see some crazy shit. Like, I have. I'm not going to deny that I haven't. But, like, I haven't. Like I'm not, I'm not fucking seeing, like, you know, like, Hitler out there or something, you know? Like, I'm not seeing, like, Bowsers coming out of the fucking trees.
5: What
0: have you seen? You
2: know, seen? it's not like that. But what?
0: What have you seen, Marcus? I'm curious now.
2: It's just distortion. I guess, it's like, I guess that's the best way to put it, like, very, very heavy distortion.
1: Sorry to break you away from the gripping action, but uh, I ate a lot of pretzels in the next coming bit, so I'm sorry if you hear the crunching of the bag. Let's get back to the show.
0: In a sense of like... Um, so kind of like what you were describing with that pathway then, how like half of it was yeah. distorted, and the other half was, seemed like it was turning almost.
2: Yeah, it was like, but like it 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 morphs a a picture in your mind, you know. Interesting. It's like it's 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 like a I don't know, man. It's it's weird to describe. It's weird to yeah. describe. I guess because especially it's in your own life.
0: it's in your own mind. So like, how do you fucking depict that while on drugs to someone else? Or you know, I don't know. I'm fucking. I'm a, yeah. I'm bu- I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, dude, I've never, I've never had that experience on acid though. But I've had some, I've had a couple good times on acid.
5: I don't think I could ever do anything more than what I have so far with the smoking marijuana and shrooms once and drinking. Hank
0: Williams I, Jr., you mean?
5: <laughs> I just, I don't know, dude. I get too paranoid. I, I, I feel like I got to be at least a little bit in control of myself and
3: paranoia is a real thing
5: like it does like it still happens to me with weed like especially like i feel like
2: you know 2020 hit a lot of people in a a bunch of different ways but you know when you get to a point of your perception is in a more um negative space it's like how you're perceiving the world is not the way you usually would you know then when you do drugs or smoke weed you know like for me smoke weed um sometimes it puts you in a very anxious motion, you know? But I've just kind of like over the years, it's just kind of like I've, I've learned,
3: I've learned where to stop. It still happens. You've learned your, 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 your breaking point maybe, or your, Yeah, dude. I've like had some panic attacks while on, while two fucking stones, man. One time, one time Wyatt taught me this. He, this is what he said. He said, (laughs) life, life's about living on the peak. Right. And it it's very important that you understand like the hand motion that goes with it. Yep. It's it like is. life, like your thumb is you, I guess. And this is this is the mountain right here. And life's about living on the peak. Right? And here's the peak. And once you fall off the peak, you're not living anymore. <laughs> so you gotta live right here all the time. Right here. Dude, I'd say, I'd say, I, you know, I'd say as a musician,
2: I've, I've lived on the edge a little bit, you know, I've had some, I've had some crazy times. And speaking of that, while we were talking earlier, I was thinking of another fucking uh, a funny bar story.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Let me hear it.
2: Hell yeah. So there's this like fucking small town next to Asheville, you know, everything happens in the mountains in Boone.
3: Was it, At least for is me. It, wait, I'm is right. it Nashville or Asheville. Asheville. Asheville, Asheville. Around Asheville. Right. Um, I've been to Nashville a couple of
2: times, like Tennessee. I've been there a couple of times, but like, I've never played shows there. I need to, I've played a lot of shows in Nashville. I feel like I Na- they say
0: Nashville, Nashville is what, correct me if I'm wrong. Cause I'm completely ignorant to this fact. Isn't it like the soul city of the of the nation or something like that? Or like the it's country kind of, music all nation all music or something city. like that?
2: They call it music city like music people city. who go there they go there for music got it and i want to spend some time there like i love nashville i'm not gonna lie nashville is a fucking awesome city it is it's it's awesome
0: what what, but I what about it a game. what about it oh my god i stuttered so bad
3: what about it what about, about, it? about, <laughs> what, about, about,
0: about uh, what about it is my brother amazing. went there
3: once uh, what Marcus. about it yeah my brother yeah, I, saw
2: right. on, I, saw, I saw on facebook or instagram
3: yeah he went saw there on he went there and saw a country music artist
2: Dude, there's a there's a lot of good music in Nashville, and like um the cool thing about it is like there's the, like Main Road, it's Broadway, <laughs> and um <laughs> and on Broadway every night there's just so much fucking music. A lot of it's country music. I'm not gonna lie. Like whatever, dude. That's like good was,
0: country music,
2: though. I love, no, dude. I'm in a country band. I fucking love country music. Yeah. You know, I do. I I, I love country music. I saw Tyler Childers and fucking Thurgood Simpson. No, right before, I um, fucking love right Tyler before, Childers, dude. Right before the pandemic, but anyways, let me get back to my story. But the or Nashville, let me get back to Nashville. Um, <laughs> dude, I gotta get back to my story too. <laughs> I gotta do Welcome yeah. to the podcast. Oh <laughs> I love it, bro. <laughs> Uh but dude, Nashville, dude, like, it's like a fucking museum of music, dude. There's just all these fucking bars, all of them, on both sides of the street, and there's a band playing in every single bar. Everyone. It's just it's just Oh, that's insane, amazing, dude.
0: dude. I can see why they call it Music City, then. There's just so many varieties of music in every place you go.
2: Well, I mean, variety... That's a big word. A lot of it is. A lot of it.
0: That's a five-letter word, Marcus. What are you saying?
4: <laughs> I think five. I don't letters. know. Is that five letters?
1: I, thought I just counted it. I don't know.
3: It's seven letters. It's seven. <laughs> Thank you, Nick from the Nick over here from the Peanut Gallery. Oh, it's shit. seven letters. Oh. We're too <laughs> off. I didn't get to finish
0: five plus two. Guys, come on. You didn't let me finish. That's on you, not me. All
2: right, where was I at? Oh, yeah. Now back to the story story, the real one, the bar story. Let's get back to that shit. Yeah. All right. And this is the
3: country band that I play with, which I still play with. What's, their, what's the name? Jack Marion. Jack Marion
0: and the Pearl Snap Prophets.
3: The Pearl Snap is referenced to the shirt, right? The shirt you wear, the Pearl Snap shirt. Yeah, dude, I'm one of the Pearl Snap Prophets, dude. Jack Marion's a completely different dude. Oh man. I love but that. you know.
2: But anyways, like uh we play at this fucking bar and in Black Mountain, Black Mountain, North Carolina. It's in the mountains near Asheville. And dude, these people, they fucking dude, it was crazy. It was rowdy. They're all drinking. It's like fun That's fucking rednecks. But like kinda hippie rednecks. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. Like hippie rednecks. Yeah, I feel like you guys don't picture that, but if you were in North Carolina, you would picture it. I picture a, a hippie things. redneck in my own head. It's like a redneck in the South who doesn't care what your skin color is. They're just a they're just a redneck. I
2: think of it more like acid redneck. Oh, okay. You know what I I'm was saying? a little bit <laughs> off.
3: Like like the type of
0: rednecks who are wearing flower crowns and walking into the forest, like I gotta
4: connect with nature. Yeah, the hippie.
0: No, but they've got a red neck, neck. Nick.
4: The
3: back of their neck is red. That's the whole point of red neck, yeah. Don't you get it? We're
2: sitting there, and these fuckers, they love us, you know, because we're playing country music, and people, they fucking love that shit, but they start screaming out some stuff, dude. They're like, dude, play like, uh," they told us to play some rap songs, and we pull out some rap songs, and they'd be throwing like fucking so much tips, dude, like, a lot of tips, man. Like, we got hundreds, we got like. Tips? We got some tips. great. Money. Either but one like, I would dude, take
3: at this point.
2: But, dude, they fucking. They would say, like, dude, play Rage Against the Machine. Play Rage Against the Machine. And we'd be like, dude, we don't know how to play Rage Against the Machine. It's like. We don't know at all. We, like, we've never tried it as a band. It's like, dude, we'll give you so much money if you play Rage Against the Machine.
4: How this much is, is so fucking, much?
2: Dude, they threw a lot of fucking tips in there, bro. It's like, as I said, there were hundreds in there. There were fucking, there were tons of 20s. It was dope, bro. But anyways.
0: That's awesome.
2: Luckily, w- our keyboard player, dude, he was a fucking big rage against the machine guy. And he knew all the words to like kill him in the name of and fucking Bulls on Parade, dude. What was he? Knew all the words. He's a keyboard player. So
0: he played keyboard but he was and fucking, fucking sang that time? Yeah, did he rap, bro? He
2: you, you ever listen to Rage Against Rishi? Well, yeah, but the it's like rap rap. It's like it rap yeah, metal. It's like dude. rap rock. Like For sure, but dude. Is, we yeah. got so much fucking money, dude. But dude, we played. They had. We got like after that show, we got like some super fans, some fucking crazy super fans that just fucking loved us, dude. Follow us on social media. They like were obsessed with us, and we would play that bar like every couple months, and they would always be there, dude. And one time after the show, they fucking took me to Denny's. They were, like, they were like, dude, are you hungry? And I was like, dude, yeah, I'm pretty hungry. And they're like, you know, it's like at two in the fucking morning at some time. And, you know, it's a two-hour drive back home. But they're like, dude, are you hungry? And I'm like, dude, I could eat. I can. So I eat some food. We played a show on my birthday. Dude, we played a show on my fucking birthday. um, The same place. And these dudes, like. They, they, one of the guys is like a t shirt. He's like, he makes t shirts for a living. One of the, one of the, one of the super fans makes t shirts for a living. I gotta find it. They made me a fucking shirt, but they made a shirt that said, fuck yeah, it's Marcus's birthday. And they took it to my fucking show. Yeah, dude. And they made a shirt for me called, fuck yeah, it's my birthday. Oh. Dude, That's awesome. These motherfuckers are like super fans, dude. They fucking love this so much. They made me a fucking t-shirt
3: for my birthday. That's amazing, dude. It's
5: awesome. You,
3: these are the stories that, cool. that I wanted to hear, like the roadies. How crazy are the roadies? <laughs> dude, roadies? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of a roadie. Like, I've done that
2: shit. That was my job in college. I mean, sort of. Not like roadie, roadie. I just do backstage crew at the local venue.
3: Okay, but I want to know about the roadies that like would you that you've seen multiple shows, and they could be legal like groupies? group groupies groupies, yes,
2: okay dude. so like okay, dude
3: <laughs> I feel like uh, we just broke the seal yeah. now <laughs> like,
2: so in Boone, which is where I went to college is is boone there is, was this, is this um, Sig culture. SIG culture. SIG culture has to do with it, but even past SIG culture, is after this, with other groups and Is stuff. this App State? But, is that where you went? App yes,
3: State?
2: App, App State. Um, dude, there's this crazy music scene called the DIY basement scene. It's the DIY basement house show scene, whatever you want to call it. And it's just all, um, it's like these fucking glorified parties with live music. It's like, they're all over the place. There's houses everywhere, dude. You get all these fucking underage girls, and I mean under underage everybody, you know, all drinking a shit ton of alcohol, and um, a lot of like, you know, a lot of girls are under, under twenty one drinking a shit ton of alcohol. Wait, and, you're not you're not saying you're
0: partying with underage girls,
3: are you? I or, think he means under 21. When I not,
2: said underage,
3: I meant under 21. Okay. Yeah, right, not, right. I mean. right, not creepy yeah. underage, right? <laughs>
2: People may
0: listen to this yeah. and they need to be...
3: Yeah, if you're yeah. under if you're under 21 drinking, that's a thing. But if you're under 18 drinking, that's a whole nother thing. Exactly. So under 21, I can appreciate. I can get behind. And that's what I think he Sorry, meant, that's I meant. That's what that's he that's meant. That's what I meant. Yep, cheers um, to that. Keep going. Like,
2: you know, there'd be these, images, as I said big part of Boone culture, big part of is, like, the whole hippie culture, you know, like, huge hippie culture, huge acid culture over in uh, Boone, so all the girls are, like, kind of like that, you know, like, not all of them, there are some that aren't like that, but, like, dude, like, when I'm playing drums, dude, like, I can see a bunch of them fucking eyeing me, like, I see them, and, like, they're all, like, and, like, I'm fucking rocking and shit, but, like, once you get off the drum kit, dude, like, it all it all stumbles.
0: What are you telling like, me, uh, Those luscious locks podcast. ain't attracting the ladies? What? Are you telling me those luscious locks are not attracting the ladies, Marcus? Dude,
2: probably, but, like, I'm, I'm just too, uh, I'm too anti-social <laughs> not behind oh. the drum kit. Okay, Marcus, that's, so that's you the just clon's need to laugh. Way, then.
3: You just need to laugh in front of yeah. them, and that'll steal their hearts. No, that that's straight up the Klont's <laughs> way.
0: We're going to be like, yeah, I kind of know you're looking at me, but... I'm way too shy to say anything, so I'm gonna go
4: the opposite
2: way. <laughs> I'm on the drums, dude. I saw them all fucking eyeing me, bro. So all, i all—I saw him all. It's like you know, you know. I like to think I'm—I'm I'm a pretty good drummer. So like, you know, I—I know—I—I I know I'm fucking, you know. <laughs> I was
3: like, fuck. Nothing for me now. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I think I think when the night that Wyatt met Sarah, he got his he got her number. She like ran into the house after she left, and said, like essentially, like I want to make sure Wyatt gets my number in yep. like something weird. We, maybe so, Wyatt could tell the story properly. To. So, Here's how her and I met. <laughs> I went to a New Year's party at
0: Garrison's house. And uh, It, it wasn't at the we didn't meet there. Well, okay, the first at time. The... Oh, okay, okay. So okay. we met at uh Garrison's house because she went with her friend um Mecca <laughs> and
3: uh Sorry <laughs> Very uh, Jewish. Uh, Jewish. Uh, what is that? Muslim. Very Muslim. So
0: they go there, and um, I was, I was playing beer pong with uh Chris at the time, and I was like on the table, and I look over, and there's this girl walking through the party wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt, and everyone else is dressed for a party.
5: Yeah, she didn't give a fuck. Huh? Yeah, so I was like, That's right.
0: I just screamed out from across the party because I was hammered. I was like, Oh, wow, you got the right idea we're all fucking cold and you're you're warm nice <laughs> like something super super <laughs> stupid and then it led to like hey come play beer pong with us played a game smoked hookah with us and then we left um and then later on i i texted garrison because i was having my birthday party at the townhouse a who was that girl at that party let me find yeah. her number somehow so, so
3: I, new year's is Obviously, New Year's whatever right December. My birthday. Your birthday is like the January. third week of January. Yeah. yeah,
0: and so we have the party at the townhouse, and uh, we're flirting the entire night like we were partners in beer pong. I remember there was one point, and I, I don't know if Jayvon remembers this. Um, I'm I'm partners with Sarah, and Sarah's dressed super cute, and so the ball. I remember Jer- and she bends was, over. She and was she very picks up the ball super cute that night, and uh, <laughs> you can see a little bit of her underwear. And John just grabs me and goes, "You better fucking
3: bang her tonight." <laughs> I don't remember that, and there's a reason why I did that. I'm telling you right now, I don't remember that, but there's a reason why we did that. And uh, yeah. Here's the reason: there was a person, and we'll say her
5: name was. <laughs> Let's see if you can beat Mecca here. <laughs> wait, what? Yeah, I got it
0: I got it <laughs> <Okay.
4: laughs>
3: <laughs> Alright And uh Damon oh,
4: no. Uh, wait <laughs>
3: Shmayman <laughs>
4: No, we
0: already established Damon's okay. Da- Dam- Damon's a good guy. Yeah, He's a great guy. He goes. It's <laughs> getting out of control. <sighs> Marcus, you got to reel us back in. Come on. I can't do
2: this, man. He goes. Wait, wait, what am I doing? <laughs> no, we're all a mess. We're <laughs> <laughs> all like, You got to remember this. <laughs>
5: All right. I can't, all right. really can't say. It, man. Right. He goes. He goes. If you don't fuck her, I will. <laughs>
3: oh my goodness. <laughs> Anyways,
0: that, oh, that has nothing like to do with the Dim. actual situation. Dim yeah. was
3: kidding. He's a funny guy. And that, he's just motivating. He's him. yeah. That's all he's doing. He's being a he's being a wingman. Oh, man. And then that is one hundred percent the. Only reason why I said that to you is because I was just trying to be funny and be a wingman and say,
0: yeah, you better fuck (laughs) her (laughs) tonight. And so anyway, so what happened was, so what happened was, um, later that night we had gone out with Smoke Kuka and I'm a bitch. I'm a little fucking shy bitch. So John said, "I was like, ah, yeah, me, oh, mo- <laughs> I'll get right I on that." It. So we go outside, we're smoking hookah, and and the night light. The night gets later and later and later, and she's like, "Well, we're gonna leave." I'm like, "Okay, have a good night." Yeah. So she leaves. 100% remember this and night.
5: We all flipped a bitch on white here. Yeah.
0: But the most vivid one I have was, um, Hapsel had been at, in town. <laughs> And
4: uh, we can't say that. Now <laughs> no, we can say his name. Okay.
0: Axel. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, Axel was in town and he was like, the whole night, he was like, dude, are you going to ask this girl out? And I was like, I don't fucking know, Axel. He's like, I, if you don't ask her to out tonight, I'm going to fight you. I'm going to fucking beat you up. And, no, you won't, Axel. And Axel started getting drunker and drunker. And the more he said it, the more serious he was getting. Yeah. Like, I will fucking fight you, And we've,
3: we've seen Axel beat up a vaporizer, so we're, exactly. we were scared.
0: And so I was like, <laughs> God damn it. So she leaves. Axel walks out and goes, did you get her phone number? No. He goes, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and not even two minutes later, Sarah comes walking through the house, out the back patio and goes, Puts her phone in my lap and goes, hey, you should yep. just put your uh, phone number that. in my, in this my phone. Is, this is
3: what I remember. Yes. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. And I put my phone number in her phone. He put his parents' number in, his, <laughs> yeah. in the phone. <laughs> Mommy, is it okay if I date this girl?
0: Um, and so she leaves and she described it like she walked into this house and Victoria's like, did you forget something? And she goes, uh. Yeah, and just ran right past her through the <laughs> living room. So the truth of the
3: story is, you were both <laughs> super embarrassed yeah. out of
0: your mind because Mecca, on the way home, was apparently giving Sarah shit of like, "You didn't get his number. He didn't ask you. Like, what the fuck? Oh man, we gotta go back. You know, and, and shit like that." So it was, it was really funny. But yeah, I'm I'm on I'm with you, cuz I'm a fucking every relationship I've ever had in my entire life, they've asked me out because I'm a little shut bitch. <laughs>
2: Dude, there was a uh, this one girl I met her freshman year, dude, and like we sort of like hit it off. Um, it was like the week before exams. By the way, can you hear me? My headphones died, so You're like I'm, ta- I'm talking through the I'm talking through the speaker now. I'm talking through my phone. But um, just the same, yeah, same. Okay, okay, okay. Good. Well, uh, well, anyways, she was like, you know, we hit it off, and we hung out like a year or two later. And dude, she came over. She came over here and like. You know, I don't know how to fuck it. I'm going to be honest, dude. Like, I'm just really bad at talking to girls, really bad. I mean, I'm not bad at talking to girls unless it comes with, like, the, the, like, you know, the feely stuff, you know?
3: Doing the Um, deed.
2: Yeah, yeah, but, like, dude. Well, well, the feely stuff,
3: I can understand that. It's like, like, we're not going to win the women's hearts at the bar. We're going to win their hearts when we get back to the house and we tell them, like, you know the the our deepest dark our deepest darkest dude, thoughts, that's you know the complete opposite. When I get back to the house, I'm like,
0: I'm going to bed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but dude, I'm going to bed. But, but dude, we we're um she came over here and like I didn't know how to approach her. I was pretty square about it, and then eventually I just was like, you want to go to the park? And so we went to the park, hung out, and she had to leave pretty suddenly. Like one of her friends got um. It was, like, something happened. She had to leave. But we we went over, and I went over back, drove her back to the fucking house, and uh, she was like, all right, well, I'll see you later. And I was like, all right, I'll see you later. And then she fucking, like, I just didn't do anything about that point. And then she was like, you know what? I'm just going to – and then she came up to me, and she fucking kissed me, dude. She just fucking – she made out with me right there. And I was like, well, I couldn't do it, you know? Glad you did.
0: Yeah, that, you know? sometimes it – I think – If you look at all the women in our family, for the Klontes especially, so you've got your mom. My mom's probably the only exception, but you've got Sherry. They're pretty much the dominant ones in the relationship.
4: (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
0: (laughs) So I'm pretty sure that Angie and Sherry probably initiated with the other one because they were both too shy, whereas I think my dad was probably the... My mom's tiny. She's a fucking little itty bitty spider. <laughs> but yeah, it's the same way. Like I think we're the same as our parents. Is man, you got to make the first move, or it ain't happening. <laughs> it's not that I don't want it to happen. It just, I just, there's no way I'm gonna make it happen. It's
2: just like it's, it's just the, it's the butterflies, man. Yeah, it's overwhelming. exactly.
0: It's overwhelming, yeah. exactly. Yeah That's really funny man I've never thats I'm really glad you bring that up Because I've never had anyone else Kind of get on that level with me Of like I'm a shy little bitch
2: <laughs> Dude that's my life bro That's like my whole life You gotta think about it Like dude It's like as I said When I'm playing drums man Like I feel like I'm the most confident Dude in the world And I feel like I can get Any chick I want bro As soon as I get off Bam <laughs> It's bam like,
0: Just carry you know, your sticks In your back pocket dude At all times
2: Yeah, dude, I try, man. And, like, bye, Nick.
0: (laughs) Marcus, you have no— So, uh, I'm sure you're probably aware, and the listeners are probably aware, that Nick's been absent from this podcast for probably the past hour. There's a reason for that. He's on his bed eating pretzels (laughs) because he became too wonky.
3: Yeah, he he was on another planet. It was that saying dude, a damn word. Dude,
2: it happens to us, man. I was sitting there, like, I told you, like, I was playing this fucking festival in South Carolina. And, dude, like, we played this fucking rad show, gnarly show. It was on the river. There's, like, boats and shit fucking sitting there watching us. And, dude, I got, like, it was just, like, such an adrenaline rush. And then, um, dude, I went out in the campsite because we we're camping there. And there was this dude next to the fucking camp, you know, because I said everybody they're fucking hippies, you know, everybody in the music scene it seems like around here, but like they bring up a fucking dad rick, you know, and I hit this fucking shit dude and I fucking freak out man like I was too high man It's too much it was like I, I was like it was like two or three in the morning. And I had to fucking wake up one of my bandmates like, dude, I'm freaking out. I was like, (laughs) I'm like, I am too high. Like, I stopped smoking weed for like a week at that point.
0: Yeah, it happens, man. Sometimes you just underestimate the potency (laughs) and you pay the price.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You you
3: pay the Pied Piper. I remember. dude. It's the coffin for
2: me, man. It's the the coffin that pushes me over. So I just avoid coffin.
3: But that,
0: okay, so have you ever had, so like you did with your vape, or you say that kind of the the way to hit it is you have to hold it in, right?
2: Yeah. So
0: I've had it many a time where I'm hitting my piece, and I have a pretty sizable bong. Like, it's it's pretty fucking big, dude. And, um, but the bowl piece will get clogged. And so you're trying to fucking snap the thing through and it's just creating a lot of stale air inside of the bong. So when you finally snap it, you suck it all in at once and you just go on this coughing rampage. And it's like afterwards you're sweating. You're basically face down on the floor and you're trying to crawl outside just to get some fresh air in your lungs. And then by the time you recover, you're like, I have to smoke another bowl. That did nothing for me except put me basically on the yeah, end of let the... Me
1: some, let me get some shit real
0: quick. You know, like, it's just insane, man. But you do dude. it every time because it's just, it's part of the game.
1: Dude, but, like, uh, so,
2: dude, like, I have a, a mentor freshman year, my freshman year of college. I had a mentor. His name was also fucking, his name was also Marcus. I'll leave it at that for now, but... Um,
0: Is that a toothpick?
2: Yeah, it was a toothpick. Yeah,
0: buddy,
4: dude.
2: <laughs> but uh <laughs> Dude, he was this fucking white Rastafarian dude. Blonde hair, had blonde dreads, dude. And he fucking, you know, he smoked a lot of weed. Dude, he smoked a lot of weed. But that dude, he taught me how to hit a bong, bro. He taught me how to hit a bong right without coughing. <laughs> no. Since then, bro, I'm the master. Marcus, the master tell, tell Nick.
0: Tell Nick right now he's not getting another bong load until he starts getting back in the podcast. Yeah, you got to get
1: back in the podcast,
3: Nick. Listen, right there. One
1: more. All right. All right. One more and I'm
3: going to smoke. No. One more what? One more what? What do you define? One more smoke and I'll get back on. One more smoke? No. That's (laughs) That's going to get you higher. That's going to take you further away from coming back. I'm already here, man. All right. Hey, welcome back. Hey
1: guys, welcome back to life.
3: Another Fellers podcast. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs)
1: Welcome. Resume, (laughs) guys. Carry on.
0: Marcus is packing himself something. Are you doing a kefir? Yes, sir. Yeah, you
1: get that. You get all the resin, and then you roll it around in the kefir.
0: Don't smoke dude, so resin. Like, this is what dude.
1: I'm saying. Why not? I was telling you guys, like I was telling you guys, resin I'm really is fucking...
0: burnt off fucking weed and shit
1: essentially. But it's sticky and it rolls dude, to that keef. Marcus knows, dude. But what's
2: so what I'm telling you, bro? Like I'm really low, man, and it's just like, it's just like, I got,
1: I'm, 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 I'm resorting scrumping. Shit, so the ter- the technical term is, is
2: scrump. This is, this is this is vaped weed from my vaporizer, dude, and I'm putting <laughs> keef in it. That's like, different. Best <laughs> one that's, yeah, that's different. That scrumping.
0: is not resin. Resin That's is like what resin. I used. To, what I told the story about, I think, in the first podcast episode, with David cutting the mustard bottle in half and scooping the black tar resin out and re-smoking that. There's yeah. nothing to gain out of that. You got to roll it in Keith. other than potential cancer. <laughs> <laughs> so just knock it off.
3: You know what they Dude, say I though.
2: Used do, I used to do the Keith covered. I mean, like I've done the resin, bro. We've been at. I mean.
1: Tough You're not time. getting death stoned from it. But if you measures, bowl it in Keef, you will. Dude.
0: You don't have to. But Nick, Because, when
1: you, because you can't just put Keef in a bowl. It's going to fucking- You just break off a little bit of flour. You have to have flour at that or point.
0: Or you scrape off the hash off the top of the grinder with a knife.
1: I'm just saying, if you don't have the weed to smoke it with, you got to improvise because you can't just smoke Keef by itself.
2: Dude, you guys don't even have to worry about the grind, bro. The grind is
1: real out here.
4: Yeah, I don't.
1: I mean, that grinder looks pretty real. No, I'm not talking about this grind. I'm talking about <laughs> I know. About it's, like, it's like Uncle Mark's story, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that grinder was pulling my leg just like I'm pulling yours. Dude, you have no idea what I have had to do to smoke weed, bro. No idea.
0: Um, Don't, don't go through this story, Marcus. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs>
1: just kidding. I... Oh
0: yeah, alluding to one of those stories of like, man I had to suck some dick to get
4: back I got these bad, cheeseburgers, man I had my co
0: finally bring that up because I said that, someone was like hey, does anyone want to get cheeseburgers? And I was like, man oh. I got these cheeseburgers <laughs> and they're like, what are you doing? I was like, have you not seen Don't Be a Menace to South Central or Drinking Your Juice from the Hood? The God best. damn, dude
2: Dude, nothing that bad. Don't worry about that. Dude. It's yeah, not but, the same movie. You know, know. when, you're, on college, when, when you're in college and you're living in a dorm, well, the, bro, you
1: do a lot of crazy you shit You a long yard for the cheeseburger's part?
2: Dude, I lost my fucking shoe in the snow, bro, trying
3: to smoke some weed. <laughs> That's you awesome. Hey, you know what? Is that called a snowshoe at this point?
2: <laughs> Dude, I had to go what? back for it, bro. I had to go back for it.
0: It's the snowshoe.
1: Dude, the I smoke joints in the pouring rain, dude. yeah, Because
2: you can't do it in the dorm. Can't do it in the dorm,
0: you know? You know, when we, you know uh, just real when quick. When we were staying at Nick's house, we had to go out and smoke at night, and we faced a problem of getting locked out every single time we'd go outside. You know, and so you'd be out at 2 in the morning thinking like, okay, everyone's finally asleep. I'm safe. You go outside, and the minute you walk out, here, click, click. You're like, how? Yeah. How the fuck did that happen? What,
3: what house is that? Is that my Barb's. grandma's house? Oh yeah, grandma's. Oh every time, um, every time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was out there with that the lead singer of Blink One Eighty Two, Tom DeLonge, would always fucking lock us out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'd be stuck out there. And sometimes it'd be starting to sprinkle, and you're like, God damn it! Now I have to hop a fence, be sneaky enough to not wake up any dogs. And there's 19 of them here.
1: Yep.
3: There's also yeah.
0: fucking chickens. Like, no there's one, also, was that
3: there's no l- one was that masterful. There's landmines
1: and lakes all over the ground, too. So if you uh, step in the wrong spot, you might scream from stepping on a turd. Like
0: <laughs> And, yeah. I, David got many phone calls like, I know you're
2: sleeping, dude. You have to let us inside. <laughs> <laughs> dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, there was some. there's some crazy weather out here, man. Fucking sucks sometimes. Sometimes great. Sometimes fucking sucks. You get,
3: you get any snow where you're at?
2: Well, yeah, I mean over here it's more ice. It's kinda lame. Okay. But over in the mountains where I was staying for college, it fucking yeah, it fucking snowed. Honestly, it was so much snow that sometimes it fucking sucked, dude, because they wouldn't cancel school, bro. It was just like That's I had fucked. to fucking so you had yeah, to like- I had to drop like, you know. They were like, there was like this fucking, there was this crazy fucking like snowstorm when I was when I was living in Boone, and it was during exam week. It was fucking, it was during exam week. I had fucking, you know, all these exams to study, but it was so bad that they just canceled exams. They fucking canceled exams, dude. It was crazy.
0: That's my kind of school.
2: We had like everybody knew about this fucking snowstorm. They knew it was coming up. So me and a couple bandmates and a couple buddies and some girls they all kind of like um they um just came over to my place like me and my roommate's place and they got snowed in for a couple of days you know because we couldn't even get our fucking cars out like it was like it was like that much you know that much fucking snow jesus like you couldn't nobody could drive but you remember i told you about that acid i got at that fucking um
0: oh that that, that ass show <laughs> oh that, that ass show, though
2: from that bar Dude, me and my my bandmate, he brought that acid over and we tried that acid dude and he had his dog and we went out in the snow and like I didn't even notice like I didn't even notice like anything really because I was out in the snow, everything was just fucking white and I was just, you know, walking, walking for walking for um probably about a mile. We probably walked about a mile. And we get to my buddy's house, which is like I told you about like the house shows and all that stuff, house parties with a lot of music. This is one of the big Houses that plays a lot of music. I'm really good friends with all these guys. They're a big metal band. They're fucking... It's a metal house. Like, they play like death metal. And I went over, really good friends with them. And I... I Me and my buddy, we go up there. And we walk all the way up to their fucking door. And, you know, this is when we're starting to, like, really trip on acid. And we get all the way up to the fucking door. And then I'm about to knock on the door just say hey to these guys. And then my buddy, he's like, dude, wait. Dude, we might be disturbing. I'm like... We might like, uh, you know, we, they might not want anybody, any, any friend, like, um, they might not want anybody here, you know, I was like, oh, fuck, you're right. So we just fucking turned around and walked back and we just like, uh, it's like the first time I noticed those on acid, I ran into my neighbor and he was like, his face started moving and shit. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, dude. But anyways, a couple weeks later, maybe even a couple months later, I confronted the people who lived at that fucking house because i'm i'm good friends with them like they're a big part of the boon music scene and you know the boon music scene was kind of this crazy diverse scene where everybody knew each other and everybody was really good friends and um i went up to him i was like yo dude like a couple like months ago like we were you know when the huge snowstorm happened we went over to your we went over to your house tripping on acid we were gonna knock on your door and we just fucking uh you know we just turned around and left And are like dude that was you we thought somebody was trying to fucking break into our house.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I was gotta like, ask you.
2: Because, <laughs> you know, it was, just, it, was, it was like snow was like that thick so you could see the footprints, you know?
3: Yeah, and you kind of like everything's white. You see objects <laughs> moving toward your house.
5: Yeah, that was, that was crazy. All right, Marcus, yeah. I gotta ask you. So when I was in college up in Montana and it was snowing a lot, did you. I saw people, legitimately going to class, cross country skiing. Did you get that?
2: Got a lot of snowboarding. A lot of snowboarders. A lot of snowboarders snowboarding around the fucking because like they, tri- would, tri- tri- they would they tri- would flatten out the um they would flatten out the the stairs because like you know Boone it's a mountain town there's a lot of fucking stairs it's honestly sucks sometimes you know but like they they make ramps out of the fucking stairs and they'd use those to snowboard down. When it was snowing.
0: So, how the fuck would normal people get down those?
1: Just slip and bleed? (laughs) I don't know.
0: And would you be halfway down and have to worry about a goddamn snowboarder coming up your ass?
1: (laughs) Doing a fucking notice spin on your noggin? Yeah. Dude, there was a lot of fucking,
2: there was a lot of, like, hipster, hipster athletic shit going on over there. Like, uh, you ever heard of slacklining?
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: I've Only from the office
0: have I heard of slacklining.
2: Yeah. Really?
0: <laughs> the office.
2: Damn, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of slacklining. There was a uh, yeah. It was a it was a pretty place.
3: There was a slacklining club at SESU, and they were posted up right in front of the library. Like that was where they meet every fucking like Tuesday, Thursday, or some shit. And I'd be going to, like, class, and I'd look it over, and I'd be like, can you guys get the fuck out of my way? I'm just trying to go to class. And they'd be, like, posted up between this, like, 50, like, I don't know, know, distance, but, like, these two palm trees. And it was, like, right in the middle of where I would walk. Like, Monday through Wednesday, it was fine, but Tuesday through Thursday, (laughs) they were always in the way. Wow. Never seen it in real life. Damn. John
1: you just totally contradicted yourself said what? monday through wednesday they're fine but tuesday through thursday they <laughs> they intersect
3: i meant monday and wednesday <laughs> it's fine Uh-oh. tuesday and thursday
1: you said through my, on my apologies <laughs> my apologies sorry i'm
3: just high no you're right you're right absolutely right monday wednesday i'm fine tuesday thursday Gotta go around these fuckers. Gotta go. Why don't you just jump on the slackline? Detour. Yeah, just jump on the slackline and backflip over it and be like, what's up, bitches? Dude,
2: so what kind of like, the cool thing about going to fucking App State in the middle of the fucking mountains is like, right there, dude, at the Appalachian Mountains, the Blue Ridge Parkway. Dude, that shit was fucking gorgeous, man. If you guys ever get the chance, you gotta make it out here and see the Appalachian Mountains.
4: You snowboard at all?
2: nah dude I'm. but you know what I did do I would go to the Blue Ridge Parkway and I would set up my fucking drums at Overlooks and I would get all the you know hot hippie chicks to come with their hula hoops you what? know and just fucking start dancing and shit
3: that's cool hey, <laughs> uh, cheers to that that only man. happened
2: once honestly
3: but <laughs> hey once is enough once is enough oh uh oh man hey you don't have to tell me twice man i i already I already have like dreams to go out to the App the app mountains to check it out it just oh I, Dude, it's
2: gorgeous you gotta come okay i'm gonna tell you you gotta come during the the fall or the spring summer's great too winter is like it's pretty when it's snowing but like when it's not snowing um so, like, the App Mountains are kind of, like, it's, they're just fucking filled with trees, you know? It's all, tr- like, every mountain is just covered in trees. So, when you get the, f- when fall comes in and the leaves change, dude, it's like a fucking, I was telling Nick the other day, it's like a big, giant bowl of jelly beans, dude. It's like, it's, honestly, it's fucking beautiful. Like, it's insane. But when you get to, like, springtime, it's, like, the same thing, except it's all neon colors because, like, of all the all the sprouts and stuff. It's insane. It's like it's gorgeous. Yeah,
4: it's crazy.
2: Yeah, huh. check that shit out.
0: I would rather go for the snow, dude. Personally.
2: Dude, you can. There's some good. There's some good places to fucking um, snowboard. There's App Ski Mountain. As I said, I just don't. I don't. I don't ski or snowboard. I should. You I'm should. Tried it. Yeah. You I do, never you gotta try it. Try it. Yep.
0: It's cool because, like, so we went up to Big Bear not too long ago. And one of the nicest things, I'm really bad at snowboarding. and uh, But it's fun because we would get down about halfway through the mountain and then just pull off to the side and just start smoking pot in the forest. <laughs> so you're just in the middle of the forest, or just like sitting on a log, just smoking joints, smoking out of a pipe. Like, it was just so surreal and so fucking peaceful, dude. It was
2: amazing. Dude there was um so when i first got to college and started living in boone um my jazz professor or not my jazz professor my percussion professor he um he was uh just started studying jazz and he um needed he's joined a jazz group and needed somebody to help him like set up his vibraphone every time we went to uh went to a gig dude and like i brought my buddy with me and like We would fucking, um, go, he would take us these fucking lavish places, dude. Like people were just fucking like, like places rich people would go. Cause one thing I've learned, dude, is like rich people, they love jazz. Rich people love jazz. So, but anyways, um, we would go to these fucking places and there was one time (laughs) on my fucking birthday, dude, on my birthday, it it was insane. It's all over your ground.
0: Like Sorry, Marcus, what? go ahead. We spilled a beer.
2: Oh, that's cool, that's cool. It, it, It's cool. It's a party foul, bro.
0: I know, beer is on the floor.
2: Yeah, it, dude. It's not okay. But anyways, it was my birthday, and I was helping my fucking professor out with the jazz gig, and I brought my buddy, and we get up to the top of this fucking mountain, like, it was called Eagle's Nest, it was like a fucking country club area. We get to the top of this mountain, and I help him set up his vibraphone, and it's fucking gorgeous, dude. You can see, like, all the mountain ranges and everything. And then I remembered I had fucking, I brought pot with me, dude. I didn't even remember that I had pot with me. And I was like, dude, bro, I, my buddy was there. He's like, dude, I wish we had some pot. And I was like, bro, I got some fucking pot, dude. And so we get to the fucking, we go to, like, the highest point we can get to. And then we bring a fucking, uh like, a bowl with us. And we smoked this weed on top of this mountain. And in the meantime, my fucking professor is just like, the jazz band started playing. So, like, we're watching this fucking, this mountain range while there's jazz playing in the fucking background, dude. It was, and I was stoned as fuck, dude. Jesus, dude, that
0: sounds absolutely amazing.
2: It was incredible, dude. And it's like that night, because we, it went into the nighttime, like, dude, no light pollution up there. It was the stars were fucking, it was like, you could see everything, dude. And the jazz music was playing the whole time. It was crazy.
0: That's really cool, dude. I remember one of the first times that I smoked was kind of like that as well. I went with my buddy um, Shmelvin, and uh, we we went with our buddy, uh, two of our other buddies on the lacrosse team. And uh, they were the ones who got us a smoke for the first times. And so we went to uh, this mountain off of Wildcat Canyon, and we just hiked out. Through the park, and then you jump the fence to actually get on top of the mountain and we're just sitting out just overlooking like a capitan lake and all this cool scenery like more so it's not like greenery it's more deserty out here per se, but yeah. uh, it was still gorgeous man and then I remember we got so stoned and we had to run down the mountain because we got caught that we are running through, and one of my buddies hit a sinkhole and just fucking slipped right through the like ground and fell into a hole, and we had to carry his ass out of the fucking little uh, mountaintop. <laughs> Damn, but it was our first time getting stoned, so we we're just, like, freaking out because we we're about to get caught, and you're always paranoid. You know what I mean?
2: The first time I got stoned was uh with, with my buddy at his place, and, like, I smoked a couple times before, but I didn't, like, get high, you know? But, like, the first time I really got stoned, like, dude, it was, like, fucking wild, dude. But the first time I hit a bong, bro, my buddy was really into dubstep music and uh we were in the car and you just got some fucking subwoofers dude and like I hit a fucking bong dude in that car we were hotboxing and dude those subwoofers they like made my brain I don't even know how to explain it dude like my brain I could I could feel my brain moving inside my body like I could feel it moving inside my head it was like it was like fucking it was like sloshing around in there like
1: <laughs> on your brain <laughs> It's the craziest thing. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's, it's how I you get so shaking baby syndrome.
0: Marcus, I just want to what? tell you, dude. It is complete and utter fucking chaos in this room over here right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, just, it's wild. <laughs> uh,
0: it's a lot going on. My goodness.
2: Dude, you guys fucking rock. Don't forget it.
0: Oh, yeah, bro. Um...
1: Well we're at two hours and forty three minutes, Marcus, and this isn't even gonna be your, your uh official Dude, I episode.
2: Canceled.
1: It's cool. Did you? Well, yeah, I canceled. I still do I wanna save a lot of these stories yeah, for right, you're right, you're for right, when right, we right. do the in person here in, in May. <clears throat> yep. So uh I mean is there any any like quick stories or anything like closing closing stories you'd like to say for this uh this time around?
2: Dude, you guys fucking rock. <laughs> hey. <laughs>
1: You know what, Marcus?
0: You fucking rock. Bro. Yeah, you know it's reciprocated. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, I I know, I know.
0: Yeah, but do you know?
2: I do know. I do. I do. I I did it every weekend for. I did it four times a week for a while. Okay. I fucking rocked. Four times you know? a
3: week. Tell us about that. What? Four times a week. What? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's four uh, days.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, so sometimes sometimes two in one day. What know? are you doing on Fridays then? Dude, Friday's the big gig night, dude. Friday, Saturday's, that's when all the shit happens. Weekend, weekends, like, uh, they don't, um, they
1: not, <laughs> they're not, not a rocking as
2: a musician, you know? That's part of the reason why, like, I stopped going to parties for a while, because it was like I was playing bars every weekend. It was like a party every weekend, you know?
4: Yeah. You
0: know?
2: That's I will a say that, party anyways, being a musician over twenty-one, it's awesome because so much free beer, so much, a lot of free beer. I can dig that. Yeah, it's like there's like you get put on tabs. You get some people. They're just like, yo, just have as much fucking beer as you want. You know, people they love musicians. It's cool, you know. So, plus there's a lot. As I said, there's a lot of fucking hippies out here. So there's a lot of live music because of that. Oh, yeah, I hear ya. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Well,
0: hey, you know what, Marcus? It's been a pleasure having you on the podcast, man.
2: Dude, I'll see you in a little bit.
0: I'll see you yeah, in a little dude, bit, man, and then we'll have you on again,
1: okay? A month from now. Right. It's like, fuck, dude, it's dude, coming you up. Guys,
2: you guys you're, you're the fucking bombs, dude.
1: Marcus, Dude. do you want to do you want to shout anything of in anything of yours out any of your social medias or any of that? Do you do you have? I anything mean, yeah, that?
2: yeah. Uh, it's uh, at Marcus Klantz Drums on on Instagram and just Marcus Klantz Drums on Facebook.
0: Any musical pro- promotions you want to throw out there?
2: Okay, so if you've got Spotify go on to Marcus Reed Klontz on Spotify. And I got a playlist called Marcus Klontz drum slash percussion. That's all the stuff that I play on, on Spotify.
0: Marcus Klontz like slash drums slash percussions.
2: Drums slash percussion. Okay. And that's all the stuff I play on, on Spotify. If you look up, uh, just Marcus yeah. Reed Klontz on Spotify and look through the playlists, you know?
1: Awesome. Yeah, for sure.
2: But also like, I don't, I don't, I didn't do that on Apple music. I use Spotify. I should probably do something, but like, that's all like I'm in four groups and all four of those groups are in that playlist and a couple other studio stuff. Okay. For sure. Awesome.
0: Well, Hey man, I'm, I'm super stoked to see you in person again in this next upcoming month, man. I'm really happy for it. Um, I'm looking forward to the next episode of the podcast that you're going to be on. And I appreciate you taking the time out of your day and, and coming on here and chatting with us, man.
2: Dude, absolutely. Also YouTube. Marcus Klontz,
0: absolutely. Hey, YouTube Marcus Klontz. Everyone check him out. What's on there?
3: Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fucking
1: John. He's like, Let's keep it I going. Just post,
2: I posted some stuff in twenty. I posted some stuff last year just to, just to get myself. So I've never posted YouTube video. I mean, I've been on YouTube obviously, but like, I never posted on my own. So I got a sampler recently, and I've been making like hip hop beats and stuff, and just sh- shedding to them on the drums.
0: That's okay. okay tell that's us your what?
2: favorite story about. <laughs>
0: That's one thing. Hey, next time you come out, uh, you and I got to go into, because I know you've been trying to text me, and I'm just a horrible texter. We got to go into the hip-hop stories together.
2: Dude, absolutely. I'm still getting into it. I'm new.
0: All right. We'll, we'll go over but, some stuff when you get down here. but uh, All right, guys. I think uh, I think we're going to wrap it here. This was uh, a great episode of the Fellas Podcast, yeah. and I'm uh, appreciating, again, everyone being out here and doing this with us, and uh, we'll see you
3: guys next week. Cheers. You cheers. guys
2: fucking rock. Love cheers. you guys.
3: Love you cuz